Welcome everybody to Mog Talk, episode 254. If you guys are unfamiliar with Mog Talk, it's a show based around the Final Fantasy XIV community discussing everything from savage rating to chuckabo racing. And before we get too much into it, I'm going to go ahead and introduce our guest so you know who is on the show. Uh, we'll go in order here. This is the team Never Neverland, but uh, I guess the best way to introduce you is to say who you are, experience with raiding, uh, and what role you play with the, the team. Narlark, do you want to start us off? Uh, I'm Narlark. I played the healer on the world first, and I'm gay. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, Okay, all right, Skylar, could you go? Uh, hello, I'm Skylar. I was uh, the ninth member of Neverland. I joined uh, about 10 days before Prague. Um, I've rated since like 3.0, done hardcore, world prog, everything. Never really achieved anything though. And yeah, that's me. Okay. 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 Suki? Hello, I'm Suki. I played as Moogie Woogie on the team caster. And I've been playing Final Fantasy for a while now. And I'm really glad I finally got a win. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, I. No, you had a win before. You were on a show before. Okay. You had some sort You're of... Right. DRS. DRS. Yeah. DRS. That was fun. Yeah. That, was, that was a good experience. Yeah. Okay. 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 Uh, and Zep. Hello. This is I. I'm Zep. Uh, i am been playing the Fizz Range role since uh, 2.0. And uh, I will always play that. And I've also played that in this group. Okay. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is... Uh, even though this is the first time Neverland has won, uh, I guess, the world race, you guys have all been on the show before. You've, you're all very <coughs> familiar with uh, the world race and being, I guess, on Mog Talk in some shape or form. Uh, so I do want to welcome you all back. And uh, this is the first show in like six months I've done about raiding. Uh, it's great to be back. Exciting, yeah. yeah. So exciting. Yeah. And I, I do want to start off here uh, 100%. Go ahead and apologize uh, for my absence during the last world race with uh, Ultimate because I just was busy taking care of a baby and I couldn't find the time to actually get a show going. Uh, I normally like to do these shows like right after the world race and everything. Uh, and especially since it's like your first time winning, I felt really bad not being able to be there. Uh, so, guys, I, I am sorry about that. Fine. Baby okay. stuff comes first. That's true. Yeah, life comes first. Yeah. World first baby daddy. Man, world first baby daddy. <laughs> just wait for that. Just wait for that baby to get world first in the future. Dude, <laughs> man, I am so afraid of her actually going back and realizing, you know, I did a podcast about Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> I feel like that's the best part of being a content creator is having to think about what's going to happen when your child sees all of your content all your and you start thinking about all the things you've said. Oh shit, my chair just like snapped back, but yeah, no. <laughs> it's so fucking uh, crazy to think about. Like, I, I don't even know, man. Uh, I just try not to and imagine that like all this stuff will disappear and the internet will be wiped out and all history of everything will be gone and I don't have to worry about it. Right. Nope. See, by, by that point, you'll be so. a by that point you'll be a crotchety old man who's allowed to say whatever he wants. So, oh, I guess that is fair. <laughs> uh, so let let's go ahead and get into it. Let people get a little bit more familiar with your team in general. Uh, most people are familiar 
that you've cleared uh world first for dsr uh so how how long though have you guys been around as a group before getting this clear we formed um, like a month before the prog came out after both our two teams kind of fell apart wait a minute i thought yeah, you guys were month. around for like years mm, well so mm -hmm. there was obviously the entropy troop that was going since i think well, uh, after the 5.1 tragedy where Entropy fell apart, there was basically like nothing on EU. So we tried to build like this Entropy team again on EU since like after 5.2 proc. Mm. And then we had like Raimi in here. Uh, Suki joined us after 5.4. And uh, who am I forgetting? Oh, Snap. And Snap was in here as well. So it's just this half of the group has been playing together for a while now i would suppose like two or three years mm. um of course i've played with rimey since forever since i've done my very first world proc back in like 4.0 with uh, delete monk and uh, the other half which was shalfu death tara uh they were they've also been together playing as a group for a while and Nar was uh, completely from the outside, jumping in pretty much. He was also oh, part of that group, part. but he joined them very recently. And Skylar has been a very good friend for a long time. So, oh, and so I, of course, five point two now. But... Yeah, and obviously also Aya has been around since forever. Yeah, part as a ninth. So, but at the group coming together like it did only happened like a month before. Yeah, year? pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, it was uh, very much just a ragtag team. We were both like, okay, our group is fucked. Uh, your group is uh, <laughs> not in a good position. Yep. Uh, let's just uh, smash this together, hope for the best, see what happens. So, but you guys were all familiar with playing with each other at the very least, yep. right? It wasn't like yeah. just getting together with people you never played with before and making it happen. It, you guys, except for NAR. Yeah, except for Nor, we've all played together for like we've played on and off together for the past couple of years. That's okay. Narlark has uh, the experience of uh, small server world racing, so he, he, Mr. Solaria, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that before the show, and that was like, was that six years ago? Like five or six, it feels like. Maybe uh, closer to five because it was like end of heaven's word. So, yeah, that was crazy, man. Thinking about that, that was when Mog Talk was, I think, still pretty much growing uh, and still trying to find his footing. I was like, you know, it'd be really cool to talk to someone who, and I think this was before, was this before um, they did any kind of ability to do cross world stuff? They released Raid Finder in 3.3, like halfway through Midas. Mm -hmm. So if you had people on other servers that you already knew, you could technically raid cross-server. But mm -hmm. they didn't put in cross-server Party Finder until 3.4 when Creator came out. Right, right. That was like the first time like 99% of people could do cross-server stuff. Yeah, that is crazy to think about. Uh, and now we're at the point to where if you're in the same region, you guys could group together. Basically, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 
Man, how do you guys feel about that, though? How do you feel about like them kind of joining all this stuff together, and then the only segmentation right now are the EU data centers, NA and JP and uh, Oceanic. Oceania. Yeah. I'm a big um, fan. I think they should allow travel between EU and NA, too. I know JP are against it, but maybe just let EU and NA travel between each other. Uh, I think they're probably be. testing the system right now, see how it functions. It, it might come in the future. I definitely think they want to do cross-region. It's just a technical thing because those data centers are like in different actual physical locations. So they probably I swear they said they more. can, but they had bad feedback on allowing people traveling from one region to another region. Oh, really? I don't, yeah, I don't understand sure that. Maybe said. I missed it. Maybe, maybe I misheard as well. The way how I understood it is that they are interested in doing it, but they're just testing it first uh, within the region. But we'll see, I guess. So I think it's a very good thing, though. Um, I haven't tried it at all yet because I was gone and I haven't even been playing mm. Final Fantasy, but uh, it was deactivated for a day or something. Yeah, of course, the first day was like very... Uh, it didn't work I, the first day. I think yeah, the exact same time. thing I think the exact same story and thing happened when World Visit came out. I'm pretty I mean, sure. It was obvious this was going to happen, right? Like, the yeah. first day it was going to be down. But mm -hmm. it, it works now. It's, it works pretty well, actually. I tried it like twice. It was working yeah, fine good. since day two, which is really surprising yeah. that it. That, like, of course, day one's going to be screwed because everyone's going to be like, oh, look at this thing I can do. And they're all going to do it at the same time and crash it. But I'm surprised it worked on day two, even just fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, and. Before, when I was tracking the world race, I would track it by server. Then I said, screw that as data center now because it doesn't make any sense. Now it's like I, I can only track it by region because there's no way to really pin that down unless if a group really declares it and I have to go in and verify every single character is from like a certain data center. Uh, I guess in the future, it's just going to be by group. Like can't even do it by region anymore if they do cross-region travel as well. Yeah, but then that feels... In that kind of, I guess it's not yeah. weird. I don't know. I think it's weird losing that like NA versus EU versus JP rivalry kind of thing. But kind of stuff, I think. I mean, it's still going to exist for, I think, the, the JP versus like EU NA. Yeah, um, the West. Yeah. East versus yeah. the West. There is one difference between this and the world visit. Is that with the data center travel, you do have to pick one. You know, you have to physically be on one. But mm. that doesn't mean that much, really. But it's very much it's very much just a server transfer because your character like actually like goes to that server when you like log into the login screen. Like, yeah. You're pretty much just like server transferring for free for a little bit. Huh. Yeah. Is there a time limit on it, or does it? Is it just? I don't uh, think there is. No, there's no time no. limit. It's just the same restrictions as World Visit. Is but, it like your character actually moves around? What what happens if there is a queue? Are you also behind the queue of login people, or yes. is it yeah. Okay. Yeah. that world? Yeah, yeah. you yeah. have to. Um, it logs you all the way out when you do the data center travel. Yeah. So then you just log in like normal, as if you were world visiting on that server. I see. And it disables some things, though, right? Like you can't do everything. The there. same uh, thing as world visit. Yeah. So like, no retainers. You can't, you, you can't like marry and stuff like that. Those kind of no things. retainers. No, no retainers. like. All that stuff. Mm, yeah. I mean, I you know I don't mind it that much. That's really how it is, anyways. I mean, even when we're talking about regions, I mean, what <laughs> what region is your group again? I mean, we were just having that conversation a little bit, but we didn't finish it for the show. Um, I think if you if you went by the number of players we have in the group now, 
uh, we would be 60% NA and 40% EU. If you go by actual players, then it's even more. 80%? So, uh, you no. could probably say it's... Uh, so it's seventy five percent scala. Uh, you could probably just go by saying it's just an NA group playing on whatever server is uh, the most feasible for us. But the only way that you know we could track it is by going by the region that you're on, I guess. Now, uh, I mean, I guess we could make like doesn't matter. We could put exceptions, anyways. But like uh, most people yeah. will see your group as like an EU group. Just because you should probably I mean, say that again. I think that's that... fine because, like, even like Echo has like an A players in their group and they play on the youth servers. Yes, yeah. Liquid, yeah, yeah, Liquid I, has, also has and Liquid also has a European, so I don't know. So I think you just go where which data center they play on, just like, just go whatever you feel like, just yeah. call one of those if you things. want to call the you if you want to. <laughs> I think it so, matters very little because, in the end, I think it's, it's just a two way thought, right? It's one. The player matters more in the end, and two, uh, we just came together out of necessity, so it doesn't matter that much. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I think you know it doesn't really matter in general with that. And Final Fantasy fourteen is a little bit different. Uh, like we don't go to currently, uh, you know, we don't go to venues and stuff and do the world race or anything like that. And there's the location doesn't really matter outside of the ping difference. Uh, and if you have that under control, Final Fantasy fourteen, yeah. I guess, is somewhat forgiving in that nature, too. Yep. Uh, uh, hmm. But going into the next world race, I'm assuming... Oh, fuck. Figure that out. We'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> I don't know why it's so confusing, but just the tracking side of all this stuff and trying to make sure I keep up with it, because we did have... Even when I was just doing uh, data center only tracking, a lot of groups would come to me and say, no, we're a Tonberry group. No, we're a... Because they want to make sure uh, they dedicated that they were uh, from this server, uh, even though there's no way to like really enforce that. Or, uh, I mean, I guess you could prove it, but there's no real way to say, this is world first, and we're going to consider you a Chuckabo group, even though one of your members is not from Chuckabo. Regardless of like the subjectiveness, I think in terms of tracking for your case, you kind of just have to pick wherever the group is physically located, right? Like yeah. you don't really have much choice. I feel like I in terms of like verifying things. Chaos yeah, because you're gonna you're gonna have to ask literally every member what region they're from. And yeah, you'd have to that. literally ask every single uh, group about where all their people are from, and like that's not gonna happen. But yeah. like, what if someone that is made out of like five or six NA players clears on EU? Are they in EU first? Technically, yes, because they yeah, kill yeah, on the EU data center. So. That's okay. just my. I think whatever data center gets the first clear is the winner, right? EU, yeah. EU data center wins. EU wins it. That's how I see it. I guess if you, yeah, it's right. subjective though, a little bit in the end. Yeah. But I also agree with that point of view. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, I'm gonna ask you guys some, uh, you know, some stupid questions, some very generic questions, but I just want to get it out there. Where did Neverland come from as a name? Um, this is my home FC for my main characters since mm. I have been ever playing this game. I've been forever into in this FC. Uh, so I just asked them before we procked uh, if we wanna go under this name, and no one was against it. So we just picked it. The name is uh just what we picked from my second raid group ever back then. 
Mm. It was also just a merger and we wanted a new name. And uh, I think it was the origin from, uh, I think she's still called Uni nowadays, the the person from Fate Temperance. Mm. She picked the name Neverland. I think it's think it's pretty fitting as well if you look at what that actually is um so yeah it's just my fc name okay. they picked. Uh, well it's a good thing they she picked it and not me because uh i would have just called you guys chaos group one or something like that i guess right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just very very old name like from like 3.2 so like seven eight years that made me laugh so much when Ether Group 3 came Ether Group 2. I'm so glad we stuck with that name when he made it. God damn. They're gonna be they're gonna be having a ninth team called Ether Group 4. <laughs> I feel Ether like it, every time I see it, I have like a you know, I, I don't think about it too much, but I feel like a little bit of a jab, like, oh man, I fucked up pretty bad. <laughs> it's gonna carry on. Oh, we love, the rest we love of my it. Life. It's so funny. Oh. Oh, that's a that's an amazing name. Actually he definitely memed on it during that TSR race. Yeah, you're like probably like checking the thing, like, he yeah. named this Ether Group 2. <laughs> we were all laughing. It was so funny. <laughs> Man, you don't know how hard it was to track those teams, dude. It was so just oh, everywhere. Oh, yeah. Makes sense, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I was also, like, I was, like, very mixed, because, like, sometimes players would go into the uh, the Radiance group and help them out, or, like, the other way around yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, Suki. Wait, I did it, too, to be honest. I, <laughs> what I the fuck? Well. <laughs> Traitors. <laughs> I mean, that was such a wholesome race experience, though, that you would have people go and help other groups, I guess. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. That uh, whole race was fantastic because everyone streamed, everyone could yeah. keep up with each other. Yeah, I really it's not hope... like normal racing where no one knows where like the top teams are currently progging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I really hope that they're making another larger player counts like race, but I don't know. I really hope so. Probably too. not. Probably not. Not not this not this expansion. Uh, I can't see it not with true. all the other stuff that they're making content but wise. They did, but they did say in the interview with you that they will make it. Man, they they said it. They've said some stuff to me. <laughs> <laughs> they say a lot of things to Frosty. <laughs> they said some stuff. Because I me. read that. I was like, yo, pork! More yeah. of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're doing the you know the dungeon style difficulty matches coming up, right? And so they have yep. that stuff to work on. They have these island sanctuary maps they got to work on, which I think uh, last I understood, they're making two of those, at least uh, two I, big maps of it. I guess we are having some sort of mystery around what's happening after the next ultimate, like six four six five, which is also where, coincidentally, DRS dropped. So maybe. Maybe we get a 24-man savage. Well, that would you be like good, that? too. That would That'd be, be really cool. cool. They have the 24-man, just make them into savages. I feel like they have all the layouts and stuff. It's not that much harder, right? Hey, man, they, they threw me off when they did 5-man PvP. Like, I just... <laughs> they broke the golden number, so they could literally do whatever they want. Uh, now that I, I, we start to see them go out of that 4, uh, variables of 4, whatever you call it. Um... But I, I don't know, man. I, I, I do think we'll talk about future stuff in a second. I feel like we're yeah, ahead sure. of ourselves. Let's, let's jump back onto you guys as a group. And just uh, what have you guys been up to since you cleared? 
Well, actually, we haven't played as an eight-man group for like the past four or five weeks. We did like yeah. weekly clears after we cleared, but recently we've all been taking a break from the game. Zep was gone for the last week and a half too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been all kind of just vacation. chilling, right. doing our own things. So, what does that yeah. vacation look like? Are you guys all playing like uh, gotcha games and stuff? I'm or... on Lost Ark all the time now. <laughs> I'm, play- I'm playing Apex all the time. Okay. My okay. my vacation was on the Canary Islands in Tenerife. <laughs> no gaming. <laughs> and I, I, sorry, I just had a flash of oh, I'm never gonna have another nice vacation for eight. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, anyways. Uh, okay, it's just relaxing and everything. Are you are you guys going to start prepping soon? I would assume for the next Saturday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably, probably like, like, towards the end of the July. Yeah. We'll start reading like, again. One two weeks, we're gonna start ramping up, looking at what we want to do for prep. Okay, we'll get into. I have actually a lot of uh, questions about the future and what your opinions are on that because there's a lot of information that came out on it. But before we forget about it, we still need to remember Ultimate happened, and you guys got World First there. Let's start talking about that. Um, I mean, you had one month, I guess, before you formed a group about one month before the race came out or fight came out. Did you do anything special to prep and make sure you guys were all in sync for the fight? In game? Yeah. Like, outside of game, everyone did their own things to prep, obviously. Mm-hmm. And in game, we started off with just doing old fights, but, like, a few of us, I, like, I personally hate doing old fights as prep. Mm-hmm. I think it's boring, uninteresting. Everyone's, like, half the group has done them, knows everything the other half doesn't, hasn't done them or something like that. Mm. It's super. And so my personal favorite thing to do is take fights and, like, make them harder. Like, I don't know if you know, like, the Fate Temperance events, right? Like, the hell modes yeah. they make. So, similar to that, and just make your own set of rules for these fights and try to, like, solve them. I think that's, like, I think probably one of the most fun ways to prep, at least. Mm-hmm. Rather than just doing old content over and over again. Okay. Well, yeah, there was, um, uh, there was also a bunch of, like, organizational stuff that we talked about, because ultimately... Um, this was the first ultimate since a very long time to proc, and uh, it's safe to say that many people uh, probably forgot how that stuff usually works. And we just talked about like how are we gonna approach things, how are we gonna do our dinners, breaks, and everything. Mm-hmm. In the end, a lot of that stuff didn't even happen anyway. But it's uh, good to be on, you know, a similar page of like, okay, what are your expectations? What are my expectations? Let's find the common ground here and also, like, you know, stay competitive. Mm-hmm. Were you guys... So that must have what happened for us. I mean, that's a really good point. You know, there hasn't been an ultimate in forever. Were you guys scared that this ultimate was going to come out and it was just going to be garbage? Yes. <laughs> Actually, well... No, I, I wasn't. Know. No, okay. they spent I did, so no. long on it. Yeah, I was yeah. okay. I mean, with the delays, I thought that they, they, they made some really big mistakes in the ultimate and they had to like fix them up, redo the ultimate with all the delays they did. So I, I was thinking this ultimate was not going to be that good. But I ended up being wrong, which is a good thing. I had, I had two ways of thinking on that. I was On one side, I was, of course, like excited to finally have an ultimate again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought, okay, this is probably going to be good. They had a lot of time for this. and Because uh, the same thing happened with T. Like The initial perception of T was very good. Right? And they had a lot of time for T and they put a lot of stuff in it. Like, for example, the entire new model that they made for T, the perfect Alexander model, that was 
the showcase of like, okay, we had now like, I think the difference was like a year approximately since Uvu 2T. So they had like a year and they made a new model. Everything looked fantastic um, visually. And um, so I was like expecting it to be visually very, very flashy. And as we see, it was very flashy. Everything looked very good. There were tons of details, tons of lore in there. Um, and uh, it was also very, very like good in quality. Mm-hmm. I think there were overall people only found like one or two bucks in total, I think. Well, but the yeah. other, the other half of me though, uh, was worried that over time people got so good that maybe this ultimate would die too fast. Like it would end in like two or three days. But we were very wrong on this. Uh, they, I think they, they have found their solutions on counteracting this, on how to keep people on their toes, which I think is very, very good. And um, I'm looking forward to whatever they are going to come up next. Well, I mean, like the thing is, like after T happened, everyone said it was just such a great fight that we couldn't really even imagine how they would up themselves, right? I mean, it was just pretty much, okay, they can't just keep going up. It likely they're gonna have to go down. They're gonna have to mess up and make some mistakes, and maybe the next one will be good. But I mean, they they took it up another level, which in my head scares me because I'm like, now I'm thinking, how the fuck are they gonna top this, right? I think that's what they said themselves as well in one of the recent interviews where yeah. they said they've put so much into this and it's so difficult that they're not sure if they if they can keep that up. Because I also do agree that. DSR was on a completely different level, like difficulty-wise, quality-wise, how everything looked. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be difficult for them. Yeah, like that, dude. Like I, I, I was. Um, Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say. I think I think it was Zep that mentioned while we were progging it that um, it really seemed like that there there was. There were designers that definitely like play the game that designed that fight. There's a lot of like little things where, for example, um, it's like very difficult for tanks to survive without using an in, like invuln in some parts. And also the fact that um, there's a mechanic where it seems like the intended solution is to use an anti-knockback, which is actually the first, basically the first time they've ever done that in the game, and stuff like how. Um, it seems like a lot of mechanics are designed with the fact that you need to like n- be able to know that you can move in like before the animation is done and stuff like that. So mm. it's, it seems like designed a little bit, a little bit more tightly. Uh, overall, the second half of the fight, when you go into the alternate Thornton timeline, um, the, the the first impression every every time you got there was like, oh, this is Yukon, but it's on crack. Oh, this is Quick March, but it's on crack. So I was like, oh, okay, these people play the game, so they know how stuff works, and that they're just taking it and making it a little bit more difficult, um, which is where that general impression came from. But also every time in Prague, when you saw something new, you were like, oh, I feel the three years in this because of the quality. Yeah, I think a lot of people would have been disappointed if they didn't feel the three years, to be honest with you, because it's been so long. <laughs> that just reminded it's me of been three years? Um, when we were a uh, big meme oh. for us, like before, um, 
the fight came out was how during one of the interviews, um, one of the devs was talking about how they put everything into the, they put every mechanic into the fight. <laughs> and we were, we would always meme about like, we would like start pointing out like stuff from the old fights where like there's like one or two mechanics missing from this boss, that boss. And while we were progging um, Dragon Song, we would be like mentally counting. And by the end, we were like, wow, they actually put in every single thing. <laughs> there's, we actually could not think of a single thing that they didn't put in the fight. Insane, dude. Really? No, there has to be something, right? He does a bunch, but overall... I mean, there's definitely things. Oh, really? Yeah, like the 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 very like things that you would like expect to be in like those fights are in the. Mm, Pretty okay. much. Like the iconic. Yeah. Like the iconic savage mechanics, yeah, stuff like that. Okay. Um, it, I I do want to ask this: Have did all you guys play during three X? Oh, I don't yep. know. Yeah, I think I only didn't. Snap and myself. I started in four point two, and Snap started in four point mm. So we're the newest members, I guess, that started playing the game. Okay. Yeah, I mean, after this is done, three X is done, right? By Heaven's Ward, we're never gonna see it again. Or is it? Until we get Warring Triad. I want my Warring Triad still. Do I still you think want they're it. gonna do it? I want it. Uh, I'm. But... Going by the pattern, going by the trajectory they're on, they could, you know, just do like the story boss and the raid boss, and then, but there's still room for them to do those extra things if they really want to. I think do whatever they want, yeah. I think the real question is what the seven point seven point one. Oh, yeah, what the seven point one ultimate is going to be. I think it's very obvious what the next one's going to be. Omega. It's gonna be Omega. I mean, I, yeah, you think? I'm like ninety nine percent sure the next ultimate is Omega. I would be severely surprised if it's not Omega. I mean, like, that has a really good thought here. I guess they could mix Kefka with the Warring Triad, right? They can, and they probably will, but I'm still thinking it's going to be Omega. Okay. Um, Alright, well, let's, let's get back into... Uh, I guess we, we talked a lot about your team and everything. Uh, and your team is pretty much staying together, I'm assuming, right? Yep. Going forward? Okay. How many... So do you have one knife ban, or do you have more than one knife ban? Two. 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 Aya and Skylar. Me okay. and Aya. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, do you... This is a weird question. Do you feel like... I don't know if it's a weird question or not. Do you feel like you guys are going to grow into multiple groups at some point and like start going into like Neverland as like a big raiding FC, or is it just going to stay mostly that one group? Uh, I don't think so. I think we're just gonna stay as we are. I mean, if if someone wants to uh, contact us and be like, "Yo, you wanna play under our name?" <laughs> sure, DMs are open. <laughs> but uh, I think until then, we're just gonna DMs be DMs and bank know, accounts. Just, just a, just a group, basically. You know. Um. So. Prepping for the fight, did you guys have any concerns? Like, were you, was there anything that stressed you guys out about going into it? Is there anything that you're like, oh man, uh, I'm worried about even being worried about other teams or anything, or being worried about internally something that going wrong with your team? Uh, I think the, for me personally, the biggest question mark was really just Nar because I never played with him. I had wow. actually, well, I mean, I'm just being honest. Like, what am I supposed to say? I never played with you. I had no idea how you're going to perform in Prague. So my biggest question mark was just how I was now going to perform and everything else was like, okay, I 
I've played with these other dudes, I already know them. Uh, so I think overall it was literally just, yeah. I See have it felt good wants. too. Because, like I said, we played with each other. Seven of us played with each other for like past two or three years pretty often. So we all know each other, like how to play with each other. So first I was playing as a team, so I kind of trusted everyone. And mm-hmm. I, I went in this confidently. I was confident with this team going in. Yeah, uh... pretty much initially when uh, we formed, I just let everyone know. I think looking at the groups we had before and looking at what the group is going to be, I think this is probably the best chance at doing well in this prog. It might still not work out because other teams are also strong, but uh, I think this is our best shot. So let's just give it our best, see what happens. Would you guys completely broke up as a team if you guys didn't get world first? No, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. I think we would have just looked at what went wrong and improved from there. Like Narlark. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I have, I have my hey, uh, some supportive I could have been as a ninth band because I only had like it was my first time doing it for as a group, mm-hmm. and it was only like ten days before Prague that I even joined them because Zep asked me last minute to come join. But yeah, I had my concerns of like how helpful I could be. I didn't want to like let let the group down, I guess, or like be a hindrance, I guess. So mm-hmm. that was my concerns going into it, I guess. So I tried to just do as much as possible as like they needed, like. Whatever they ask for, I would try to do it, I guess. So I, I guess, this, I don't know if you, you don't have to go into it too detailed, but like, what are some of the things that you did for the group as the knife? Man? Uh, mostly it was like, for me, it was mostly just checking the vault footage, what went wrong in a wipe, checking for like mechanics and stuff, like what could, like, what could be it and stuff like that. Um, other than that, doing some callouts here and there throughout the fight. Uh, were you in charge of social media memes and stuff? No, no I didn't. I didn't really do it on that. Okay. I was I was in charge of checking them because I kept <laughs> checking the I kept checking the radio so to check up where they were. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was keeping track where they were. So that was. I that think was um I think Zap posting like random pictures of cats between poses in charge of <laughs> yeah. the social media. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so. Yeah, I I retweet burger cat cat between burgers. <laughs> you want to talk about your, uh, your if you look at um, uh, problem? if you look at our 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 week where we were progging, if you look at Zeb's Twitter timeline, it's just like seven days of just like cat memes <laughs> with no context. Did anyone actually try to pull anything from that? No, I don't. I don't think even like a lot of people were aware of our group. To be honest, I think okay, I think... okay, I did, I did okay in okay. Uh, to be completely honest, I did one meme tweet, and I only tweeted Exodia, uh, which could be interpreted as two-way, but it was <laughs> it was just a meme because uh, Nar was pulling all the cards, and I just tweeted Exodia. He kept saying, <laughs> I pull Exodia! <laughs> he kept saying it. And I think, yeah, I don't was, know if it, it was Clays or someone else, but I saw someone else uh, at some point after also tweet Exodia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, mm, so I saw that. I was so excited. There was one time in that like ninety hours you were rating where I pulled every card that I wanted for a full like deck. Ash, do that. I hope I hope Astro gets better. <laughs> Are you worried about Astro right now? Oh no, they said they're not going to rework it anymore recently. Yeah, I don't until know if you saw that. 7.0, so 
Yeah, they're like there. those that Dragoon and Asher rework they were gonna do in six point two. They just released something like, ah, oh, actually, nah, <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah. Because like I guess there's too much, um, there's too much backlash. Because people were like really unhappy that they were revamping jobs that people weren't asking to be revamped. I mean, there's a lot of people that like mildly dislike Astro, but I don't think there's a there's a lot of people that like really heavily like heavily dislike it in like a player base wide sense. So the, the, those two revamps just seemed like really unnecessary. So I guess they got too much backlash and and walked it back. Yeah. I mean, how do you guys feel about the balance right now with uh, all the different jobs? I only know for tanks, and I think it's decent, except Warrior could use a little bit, I guess, but that's about it. I think both Bard and Dancer are balanced pretty well. Um, I don't think Machinist is balanced very well. I think Machinist is the one job they should look at. What was that show we did a while back, Zep? That rain show, right? What was yeah. That? Was it Machinist I don't know. that was, was the it... one that was that we were all, dead, we were all crapping on? People were... It? I think people were complaining about Bard. Okay. And, and honestly, but... I still think some people are still complaining about Bard, but honestly, I think Bard is um, in a fine spot now. I think uh, they can keep Bard as it is now. I don't have anything to complain about personally. Um, my, only, my, own, my very personal opinion is just that I think Machinist is lacking utility and and mobility compared to bard and dancer and uh i would l prefer seeing machinist uh usable again I mean, it's been bottom of the barrel kind of for a while no like even shadowbringers it wasn't good no machinist and shadowbringers was fine you think so yeah hmm how do you guys feel about the healers right now are they all in a good spot um so this is one of those things where, like, my personal opinion for things being different over being perfectly balanced is, like, more valuable to me. Okay. Because, um, it's, it's mostly between, like, like, White Mage and Astro for me, where White Mage is actually good at, at things that Astro isn't, right? It's, like, it actually has pretty, like, disgusting, like, HPS. It has, like, good damage. But for as long as it only has one singular two-minute cooldown to mitigate any damage, it'll always have that glaring weakness. And the question, I guess, is just that, is that okay? You know? And I I think it's fine, but it should be better at its other things that it's good at, you know? Right. right. Lily should be sick juicy. Like, Lily should be disgusting. And I think that's good. But, you know, with the way they balance things, they'll probably just, like, add another mitigation to white mage so it's exactly the same as astro and they'll be like all right it's balanced do you feel like the overall state of the job balance is at least at a pretty decent place compared to what it was in previous expansion i i think so I, the healers are like are like pretty actually not not bad at all like the balance is pretty good actually never made at least it's pretty good balance I and mean, people say reaper's a little weak while it started off as the strongest job and every other job got buffed for melee Mm -hmm. But I think melee in general is in a pretty good spot right now. I think people hate samurai because the recent change, but I think it's yeah. still fun. I think um, whenever I look at the melees, 
uh, I've been like talking to this about like with friends. I always keep saying I think the Mallys are the most and perfectly balanced uh, section right now in FF. Like regardless of what kind of pair of Mallys you want to take into proc or general to clear something, ev- any pair is going to be good. Maybe some yep. job is going to be slightly better, but overall, if you want to take a Reaper and a Ninja, go. If you want to take a Monk and a Samurai, go. Everything's fine. What about a magical DPS? Uh... I don't think any of us really play magical okay. DPS That's too fair. much. But I do, I do a magical DPS. I do think the double cast of meta has kind of died off. Yes, I don't think it's sure, as good as it used to be. Melees are just much stronger now. Yeah, I think the melees are so strong right now that you're kind of trolling not taking two melees. I play um, I play I like I I play every job quite a bit, and I've been playing a lot of casters lately. But the thing that's weird about casters is that there's only three of them, and one of them doesn't actually compete for the caster spot. It actually, the black mage is actually competing for the melee spot. Melee spot. Yeah. Yeah. So you only basically have two casters in the caster spot. So basically choosing a lot of reses or a little more damage. That's your two options. Yeah. Really? Did anybody have to play a job they didn't want to going into? Or do you just pick, play whatever you want to play? I mean, we, we really didn't talk about team comp even. We talked about healers mostly, but other than like we like last minute we're like, let's pick red mage because of reses. But that's about it. We didn't really talk about any other jobs. Really, like healers and red mage is a big thing. <laughs> My favorite thing was the, the JP reaction to us having a paladin. That was funny. <laughs> they, were, they were like so they were so like assured that paladin was so bad and then they saw that the wolf first had a paladin and they just there was like 50 forum posts about it about the paladin being wolf first <laughs> i remember um i remember seeing all that and i i i dm'd or i think i i like asked death i was like how why did you play paladin and he was like i think his answer was like i don't know i thought it was good i liked it Paladin. <laughs> <laughs> He just brought it and he didn't see anything wrong with it, so he just kept playing it. Yeah, yeah. He, didn't see, yeah. he, he was, was ready to switch a gunbreaker so if we needed a lot more damage, but there was no part of the fight that was difficult DPS-wise, so he never had to switch. Same with me on Red Mage. I was going to switch to Summoner if like we needed slightly more damage, but that never happened. Well, I mean, before we get into too much of the fight itself, uh, we're going to do this horrible thing that I've just started doing since I've come back from Mock Talk, which is a quick ad break. Guys. Uh, we are officially giving ad breaks from Twitch. Uh, I feel like this is a good part to kind of just take three minutes, breathe for a second, and we'll be right back. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, anything you guys want to say before we go to break? Nope. Oh. Go okay. stretch. Go stretch. Watch these ads. Stay hydrated. Yeah, everybody watch the ads. You know, watch them. <laughs> watch I'm all watching of them. them. I'm watching them. I got the stream up. All right, hold on one second. Doing the transition. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for hanging out there. Uh, we can continue that conversation we're having on break about FanFest if you want. <laughs> Just sure. Uh, FanFest, uh, we're, we're, for relevance for a chat, everything we were talking about, real-life events and everything happening again uh, during a break. And we were wondering when the next FanFest was going to be, if they're going to have an in-person FanFest. And you guys are thinking the end of next year? Yeah, I imagine I it would be like November or December, end of next year. Something like that. Wasn't usually one always one, like, almost uh, like October? Or I like thought they were in the summer. August? 
I know oh, one I was probably, uh, one was around Christmas because I remember the JP one, JP one being on Christmas. Something like that, yeah. And I remember the EU one was in like February. It was it in February, the... and DNA one was like a little bit before the JP one, like two months before Christmas, like three months before. Like in uh, November, October, right? Yeah, like October, I think. And that September, was in maybe. 2018, no? I don't, I don't think it matters when like a season or a time of year or anything. It's more of uh, when the expansions come. Yeah, I was going to say because the expansion's been delayed now, right? To like yeah, so, so we to, like, should winter, probably so. expect uh, like twenty twenty four release. Oh, twenty twenty three? No, end of. Am I crazy? I don't know, man. I don't know anymore. Well, it's twenty twenty three. I, I can't think, what? I can't see it being, it, you know, it's probably going to release summer 2024. Well, yeah. That's oh, what yeah, I'm expecting. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah. Skylar, we are, we are approaching 6.2 yeah, 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 yeah. already. It's I not dropping next year. Oh, yeah, I was kind of the years wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it will be in 2024. Yeah, yeah, 2024. And then they would have the, uh, what I would assume, the NA Fan Fest would probably fall in fall of 2023. right? Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm, I was thinking as well. So... Probably around that time of the year it's going to be. I mean, so I guess yeah. if it happens, it would be around then. To be fair, most of us don't feel like we left 2020. So, yeah, yeah I'm, still, I'm still, I'm still, in 2021. <laughs> to be honest, like I'm so bad with dates. I'm like opening the calendar. Like what year? I'm like, it it's already July. It's I'm already. It's like it's almost Christmas already in my head. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, anyways. Kind of getting back to Ultimate and everything, uh, I, I wanted to start talking about the fight itself and your experience uh, from your group's, uh, I guess, experience in the fight. So when you first got into it, uh, your expectation was, I, I don't know if this was the entire group's expectation, but maybe you guys were thinking it was going to be a little bit shorter uh, and quicker because the skill overall was a little bit more than was before. I think, I think that's what the general expectation was after as well what the five days i think it was like yeah like four four or five days uh maybe we'll guess most of us guess friday saturday or sunday would be the first clear yeah effectively speaking um if we take into account our very first low enrage it would have probably been around that date like overall now we took if you count all the hours and we took six days and I think on the day before we had the Enrage, I guess, still, still around yeah. like five days, I guess, five, six days. Mm. You just expected it to be, I think T was like actually four days or something. I don't, I forgot. Well, four days for one group, right? Right. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, it, it carried on for a while. But I guess like the the question is, did you guys have like a an end day where you're like, okay, well, we just can't do this anymore and we can't go hard anymore after this day? During our whole prog, or yeah, during or the prog, did you guys like, say, nah, like, like, do we have a baby? Nah, so like, none no, of you guys, it, it, it means like at the end of like a week, like, we have stopped after a week or something. Like, if we hit Tuesday, would we have like people go back to work or something? I don't think so. If it was like a month long, kept going. if it was a month long, oh, I don't know, month long. we'd stop. No, no, definitely not. <laughs> okay. We'd want to take a break. I don't think playing that long every day for a month is, I think, feasible. um. I think the time frame we were like, at least personally, the time frame I was planning for was like 10 days. 
I like I like most. And after that, we might start having issues with not being able to like do the same mm -hmm. amount of time. Okay. So ten days, ten days, and then you guys would be like, "Screw this shit! I've got other things to do." Yeah. yeah, I think after like the seventh, eighth day, person I'd be mentally checked out and ready to mm -hmm. just. Kind of, it's kind of. I think it kind of depends as well, right? Like, depends how far you're into the fight. It depends if you already if groups have cleared or not at the time. Yeah, that that all has effect. If like someone if else both, already cleared, it's worse. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. well, I, mean, like, I was yeah. about to say, uh, it's kind of what you saw in other groups. They were like already mentally yeah. checked out because mm -hmm. they were like, oh. Well, I mean, if we look back at like WoW race, I don't know how much you guys follow the WoW race. Uh, yeah, we do, yeah. I thought the last one a little bit. Yeah, the last one, I think one of the groups checked out before the clear happened. And they were just like, hey, yeah, was, we gotta be done, right? Yeah. It was liquid, years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. they were just like, they felt like they couldn't like beat Echo's prog anymore at that point. Like, they were too far behind. Mm -hmm. Something. Yeah. And that's... The thing is, I, I guess that's all like on stream and everything. You don't know... You, you kind of know, I guess, where people are, but you don't really know where people are, right? That you're racing against? Uh, I mean, no, we actually have no clue, because we, we talk, we, we talk, yeah. we, we talk completely when wrong. We, uh, <laughs> when we yeah, did not that, true. Um... on the <laughs> funny story, on the last day, uh, yeah. when uh, we went to bed, uh, I just called it, I said, okay, go bed for four hours, we come back and clear it then. Uh, I was staying awake the entire time, and I just uh, DM'd Ara, I was like, Yo, if you guys clear, good luck. <laughs> we go back. <laughs> and then I, I just... I think we, we talked about it right after we cleared um, how the day before when we got that 0.2% and then like couldn't get back and we, and we went to bed. We, right after we cleared, we all talked about it. We, like, we all thought someone was going to kill while we were yeah. sleeping. Mm -hmm. And that happens, dude. But, but, but if it happens, it happens. Like Basically, we were mm -hmm. at the point where yeah. effectively we should have ended even before that, because we were trying to get back there, but it would have just been a waste of time. So it's easier to just take a take the break and then come back refreshed. You guys only had four hours of sleep. I think it was five. That, it was five hours on that day. It was five hours last night. Okay. The, the other days we had like seven to eight, kind of. Okay. It was always yeah. eight, yeah. So you guys had like seven to eight sleep hours of sleep, but you got so close, you're like, okay, let's push it in our hour. Let's push it in our hour. And then at that point, you yeah, we, we were okay. we were at we zero point two. We knew we would kill the next time we would get there, but we just couldn't get back there. So we're like, okay, yeah. just take take the powering out, you know, so we can get back there and clear it. For me, it was the power hot tub. <laughs> power hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> I just took a hot bath. <laughs> I I legit couldn't sleep. Like I I, I closed my eyes and I was like. God damn it! Someone's gonna clear. Fuck that. <laughs> so I was just staying awake. Oh jeez. All right, all right. Uh, would you, would you rather have a race where all that was transparent, where you could see where all the other teams were? Well, we were at the, we were at the consideration of that, at point because uh, with the competition mode from this website. Can I say the name? Whatever. <laughs> Effort Vlogs. Oh Effort yeah. Vlogs. Yeah, yeah. They had the they had the competition <gasps> mode, oh, and yeah. uh, we were talking about uh, activating that or not. And I guess I don't know. It's it's always like a, a moral thing, you know, morality in the team. Like it has two way. Uh, it's a two sided sword, right? Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. either you're ahead and uh, you see the other team is not ahead of you and you are going to push more or uh, or people subconsciously start to you know be less good or on the other side if you're behind and you see you're behind and then you it's like what the, I think the liquid people said you just fall into that trap of like oh everything's going bad now mm -hmm. we should be ahead but yeah. we're not so well, it's it's only good for one team that's mm -hmm. ahead and it's bad for every other team that's behind <laughs> So I guess Unless that, if you have really resilient people in your group, but I, I, I don't I would, think that ever happens. Did any of the big like uh, first clears do competition mode where they're displaying all that stuff, or no? No, I don't think yeah. any of the top. I think the first one. I think the first one that had that turned on was the fourth team, and the first oh. one that was streamed was the fifth team. Is that right? I don't, think I don't know if the, the, the fourth team, team didn't Chinese, have it on. Right? Yeah, they didn't have it on either. No, the, the fourth one was... I thought the third team yeah. was the Chinese team. The third one was... Yeah, uh, the second group. Oh, the fourth, okay. The fourth one was the Chinese team, and then the fifth one was Arthur's so, group. So then the fifth one was the first public logged and streamed one, right? Yeah, it was Arthur's yeah. group. The top four, no one had any like, yeah. idea where they were at. Hmm... Yeah, it's such a, a weird situation because you have to feel comfortable sending that information off somewhere. Uh, I'm sure it's fine doing it, but I guess there is a little bit of weirdness to it. I don't know. So, like, I have like a like a, a like a long winded opinion on this, right? Is that, Go because ahead. um, <laughs> the thing about like hiding your progress effectively is that you know. Managing like the information that you know from other teams and like extrapolating where they might be and stuff like that is like a, something you have to manage. Like um, like they were saying, mm -hmm. like it affects people's mentals and stuff. But the thing about it is that obviously it would be better. Like it, it only benefits the people, the group that's in the front, right, for the most part. And it would be better for everyone else in the community as a whole if everything was streamed the whole way, right? Because it's better entertainment and all that, and every, and it's more exciting to be able to follow something that you can actually follow and you're not in the dark about. But the thing is that unless you have some way to actually make sure that everyone is doing it, then someone is going to do it and they're going to have that advantage. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's like the prisoner's dilemma kind of thing <laughs> where... You know, the more people you get to agree to do it, the more likely everyone else is to also do it. But there's always someone who might who might do it. And in this game in particular, over like WoW, for example, it's it's a much bigger like advantage because this game's like less preparation based and more like in the moment. And I, I think uh well and if we're talking about like streaming and like prop points and showing that all that kind of stuff in general. I think um, if you also look at uh, every other team, it's not like every single other team is streaming their prog, right? There's a lot of teams that are not streaming their prog, or if they are, they are only doing it unlisted for their friends or whatever, for like one viewer, right? And uh, I think uh, one point that not everyone always gets or thinks about is there's also like um, something about like comfort, you know? Like you are. You, you're not having to show off to anyone. Like, you're just for yourself. You're just playing with your group. You're just having fun with eight dudes, like seven other dudes or nine other dudes. And 
that's it. That's all you need to care about. You don't need to care about Twitch chat. You don't need to care about other people's expectation or something. It's like you're just for yourself there. You're just having fun. You're just playing a game. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the way how I'm looking at it. That is a point that not many people consider. Like it's just, you know, it's just comfort. You know, you just, yeah, you know, have to like put yourself out there. A lot of us don't even like want to be on stream, like yeah. especially like, in the high end groups. And it's like, if you put yourself on stream, like somebody in your group streams, and you mess up like triples in a row, and people are going to keep like, you know, like Twitch is going to make memes about you, shit talking you and stuff like that. And you see that later on and like, it gets on your nerves and your mental and stuff, I think. Yeah. You might even play worse then. It's, it's actually just makes things harder for you. 100% streaming makes things harder. There's nothing that you really gain outside of money. <laughs> that's there's, there's no there's no benefit for the group that is streaming except for the fact that it's like a much more enjoyable experience experience for the community yeah but even then like you need to have like a twitch channel that like mm. gets recognition and stuff right like twitch you, money. if i start streaming a prog i don't get money from it right away like i would have to get partnered and everything like that i would get well, like it's so easy to get a, a like, what do they call it uh twitch partner Affiliate. affiliate affiliate but even that i feel like it's like even then like it's like you need like x amount of subs to like get your money and stuff like that i don't know yeah i i well no you get it no matter what if you have one sub you'll get whatever i mean it takes a while because they only pay out like if you have a hundred dollars yeah yeah you, you yeah. need to like you need a hundred people to pay out it, this you it you, but it you will get up, all the money right? it, it, it builds yeah, up right it's just there's just a minimum payout before they'll actually send it it's just like a lot of groups are like, oh, we want like an organization to sponsor us when we do that stuff. But like an organization won't sponsor you if you don't have anything to show for it already. You know, like they want to see you stream beforehand already. Sort of. <laughs> it, it's I, feel, I feel. I mean, I think for most like Echo wants to know if you're even entertaining to watch stuff like that. You know. I guess uh, a good point. I, I do want to bring this up, at least for my opinion in here too. Since I don't do it too often, but I'm going to do it now. Um. The whole thing with streaming and it being more exciting, having all the teams streaming, I feel like there is a level of excitement with not having every single team. Uh, because there's this mystery and this whole rumor mill and this whole thing of just trying to piece together information during the race that is actually fun and a, a huge talking point. It's It's not the worst situation that you have some of the top teams that aren't streaming because there's a lot to talk about and things to theorize. Uh, it's not all just laid out there for you. So from my point of view, I think it's not horrible uh, that the top teams are not streaming um, for content and entertainment purposes. Oh, for yeah. sure. There's, there's a lot more mystery, right? And um, if everyone is streaming, the prog the, things will also be solved way faster because one, there's more eyes and everything, and two, the second any group gets to something, everyone has the information, right? So basically, what's going to happen is every single pull is going to be prog because there's going to be because since everyone's pretty much always going to be at the same mechanic because as soon as one group gets, gets there, everyone knows how to do it and then they just have to it, do it. And there's going to be at least one group that gets there, like the next poll. So there's always going to be prog going on. So the prog would go much faster. So that's like another element of less mystery as well. A, f- a fun, uh, funny moment where this actually happened was in uh, the DRS prog, where every group was streaming. And uh, if you noticed, while other our group was just pulling and pulling again and again, uh, the other yeah, team was. Us. <laughs> okay, listen. Okay, we were on the 
I think it was the Minotaurs. The okay? Minotaur, yes. The, 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 the last, the last yeah, the, boss. The mini boss. Before the mini boss, before the last boss. Okay. We were there, and another team was there. They were watching us, and while they were discussing and watching us, we pull, we wipe, we get there again, and they still haven't pulled. They're still watching us yeah. and discussing. Like that was the fullest meme I've my, ever seen in my life. My, my favorite thing about that was that we send in. I think it was like Ren. We send in Ren alone to pull the boss, and it just kept repeating the mechanics. And then, like when we were like, okay, it just repeats the same thing, and we pull with the whole group, and then it's fucking like phases into like twenty, like what was it, like eight minutes or like six minutes. <laughs> like there's four like, that like cut you around, and out. there's like a ma- you have to go through a maze. <laughs> yeah. It's like you pull the box, it's just so like a dungeon funny. mob, right? He like does a cleave, yeah. and he does an AOE, and then he like hits the thing, like, he bonks the yeah, tank. It it's like, oh, this is easy, and you pull him and. There's one tank's fighting him by himself, like this dungeon boss by himself for like two minutes. And everyone's like, oh, this is easy. Everyone pulls 15 seconds and he jumps in the middle and a fucking maze comes out of the ground. Like, uh oh. <laughs> that was so funny. Uh, dude. I mean, yeah. I, there is, I mean, there is something to say, be said about that too is that while uh, teams can see these mechanics happening on stream, not necessarily will them adopting your strategy uh, benefit them. Right, because it could be um, something that would throw them off from what they're they're already trying to do, and their strategy could be perfectly fine. They just haven't executed it well, so they have to relearn how to do it. There's there's two parts to this, right? Um, one is obviously the mechanics where you need a lot of practice, and it needs to click in your head to fully understand. Okay, this is happening. Then this is happening. Then this is happening, and uh, as you understand and it clicks, the mechanic itself turns slower and you do it more consistently. Um, However, and for these mechanics, it actually would not matter if you stream or not. These mechanics happen quite a lot in DSR now. Um, However, there are parts of the fight that um, where you require multiple points of prog in order to really solidify your theory on how this mechanic is solved. Mm-hmm. And for example, this happened a lot in the dragon's face. There are multiple occasions where, okay, why does this tether appear when the bosses yeah. are casting Akafa? Or why is this tank buster on the two furthest people or on the two closest? Uh, or how does this tether mechanic work? Or things like that, right? Mm-hmm. And these things, if it was streamed, Instead of having only one proc point, you will now have every other proc point from other teams as well. And the requirement that comes with this is that you have a person in your team that is able to analyze and also check for the other teams. Mm-hmm. So this will also be another arms race of having maybe even an extra dude that can check these streams and tell the, the group, okay, this happened in this group this is what happened, and uh, the mechanic probably works this way now. Um, so if, if that's something that people want, or if it's something that even the designers could counteract, then sure. But it would make the prog itself faster in the way of how the fights have played out so far in the game's history. Mm. To, to add on to that, like what you said earlier, Frosty, um, you're right in the sense that it, it won't always help, right? Like sometimes, like sometimes it won't help always, but this is a this is a rule of large numbers where, when you have all these groups and all these people like watching each other's groups, 
there will almost always be with that many groups there will all almost always be someone that is benefits like massively from right. it on average even if it doesn't always happen and the thing is that once that one group benefits on average and another group benefits from that benefit and like everyone builds on each other as they're going you know yeah i will say that it is a different ball game with ultimate versus savage in that regard as well uh savage is so much more fast paced with that stuff and ultimate uh you could be stuck on a mechanic for a while right and i guess yeah uh, one that and i think also uh one sorry if i interrupted Oh, no, keep uh, going. One, go, go. one important point that I'm expecting uh, is that after having a, in total, 21, 22-ish minutes fight, I'm expecting a riddle fest of a fight. And if there are puzzles on or even higher a level than T, uh, you do not want that streamed. <laughs> Like the cat. Like the cat. Yeah. Like uh, I'm a fan of that. <laughs> our ultimate. Our ultimate ultima, right? Ooh. Uh, that whole first part of the fight was just a puzzle, I think, right? I think that one's actually, like, really... Like, I think that one's interesting to stream, actually. Ooh. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think Ooh's was, like... I think T is a bad one for streaming. I think Ooh is fine for streaming. Hmm. Okay, okay. I figured like that first puzzle with figuring out how to you know do those first fights and everyone was just kind of messing up because they thought they were doing it correctly but they were doing it incorrectly because and all that crap. But um... the fun the fun part of the Uvo proc or the Uvo race was that in fact both the world first and the world second team so entropy and I think it was was it called wheelchair emoji back then I think uh, yeah I think so I think um, so. What the story yeah, is? It was. Both teams, that. both teams reached uh, Ultima at the same time, exact same minute. Really? We saw a predation at the exact same time. Yep. So that would have been like it, it's stories like these that would have probably been pretty funny to see on stream. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's only something we, we figure out like after prog. But yeah, it yeah. was basically the same minute that we saw predation. Uh, on the mystery topic thing, uh, you mentioned like you know it's a mystery what the top teams are at. Yeah. But after we were done progging, I went back to, like look at streams and see their reactions to the first clear, and it was really funny to like see like Twitch. I was like, wow, these guys cleared. How did this happen? You know, my streamer is only at this part. They're not even <laughs> on the final phase yet. So like this whole mystery, like wow, my how streamer. did these guys finish already? Yeah, my <laughs> streamer. <laughs> a lot of, like, it was really funny watching these streamer reactions after we cleared because everyone's like mind blown like twitch has like how did they clear what happened did they cheat what, what that's you know <laughs> every time nobody got to the last phase yet when the clear happened on streams and there was a lot of chats that were like wait there's another boss <laughs> oh <laughs> man that just reminds me of the whole mess with t man that was just such a gross situation where people were throwing all that crap that was the first time that I, I think that was the first time that I, I was given information about the clear before uh, everyone else was given it. Just because of how bad it was. Um, because everybody was blaming um, them for uh, TPS, for like cheating and everything. Because oh, how could they have cleared it this fast? No one else has cleared it this fast, right? Yeah, uh, yeah that clear was, 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 uh, had a lot of topics come out of the woodworks about mm-hmm. it in particular. Yeah. But they just funny clear. and I was like, yeah, this looks legitimate. I mean, I've never doubted it, right? But I was like, yeah. okay, yeah, I support this. 
but yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, 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 it's fine. I, I was just saying, I'm, again, I probably expect the same thing in the next Ultimate. I mean, part of this, too, and I mean, this is kind of how I feel. Even if I had personally access to see some of this stuff in the background, I wouldn't want it. Uh, because I feel like just being able to discuss and be there with the rest of the community and not have to, like, reserve my words when I'm talking to people about stuff is a lot more fun than it is having that insider information. It's a spectator sport, but, you know? You gotta, I, you gotta cheer. I also think, like, in general, like, streamers like authors and stuff, I think they deserve, like, the viewership way more than the hardcore groups, in my opinion. Like, for how much work they put in, like, to, like, advertise the game than us, and how much, like, entertaining they provide for viewers, like, I remember, like, watching Authorstream in all prog, and, like, every time they got to any prog point, I just remember, like, his reactions and, like, the chat reactions, like, I feel like a hardcore group wouldn't interact with the chat, you know, like, we wouldn't go interacting with Twitch chat about the prog point. Like, seeing yeah. him, like, interact with his Twitch chat, like, Twitch chat helping him come up with solutions, that was always really funny to watch. I mean, I... Right, after, um, right after we cleared, we were all, um, yeah, after we, like, slept and everything, we all went, and we were all watching the streamers prog, too. And we were yeah. all, like, really, ho- we were all really, because we, we, like, decided to not release the video right away, or whatever, and we were all, like, really hoping that a streamer got to see the first transition of the final phase on stream before the video came out, because they're like, you know, these guys deserve this. Yeah, it's, um, when we were discussing about when uh, when and how do we want to release the VOD, and uh, I think it was Death, actually, who mentioned it. He was like, we should not release anything until at least the stream sees after, uh, like, sees the transition, because they yeah. deserve it to, to see it first. And I think Radiance just released Immediately after he talked about it, actually, mm. and they saw it the first time. Oh yeah, they tweeted, tweeted out the transition. transition. Yeah, 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 yeah talked yeah, about yeah. it like we wouldn't show anything till the streamers had <laughs> it. And then they, yeah, they, yeah. they tweeted it out like, okay, then we were kind of like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of people, um, a lot of the streamers, like the streamer groups, they like deliberately didn't watch any of that stuff. I remember. I'm glad I was, they going, didn't. Around, I was going around in their chats asking about it. Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, I mean. Because that's the entertainment of the stream, right? It's them seeing the stuff and reacting yeah. to it unfiltered. Yeah. Um, and so, like, a lot of this stuff, uh, it's always been in the Final Fantasy XIV community, at least in a loose base form, to try to, if you clear the fight, don't immediately release that full video. Um, and I think before, and at least in other times with, uh, I think it was TPS and everything, is that they would release the mechanics after it was seen on a stream somewhere. But I guess it was a little bit different for Ultimate. I don't know. <laughs> I guess I missed it was, that part. Yeah, it was definitely different for this Ultimate. They like went for like a thing where they like, I think a couple hours after they saw the proc point, they would like release a little clip on that Twitter, so they mm-hmm. kind of like tease the people of where they were at. Mm-hmm. But that's but that's the thing, right? Like, what would happen if TPS, our team, and uh, Kano's group all streamed at the same time? Then a JP like, group would when, win. When, when, I feel no, like... no, I'm, I'm, I'm more like, you know how you're saying, like, oh, we're watching the streamers and their first-time reactions and everything, and people are also flocking to the stream, right? That's the furthest. Like, wouldn't, wouldn't the hardcore groups then take that away from them? Yeah, that's how I felt about it, yeah. Like, like you're that... kind of, like, taking away from the, the hardcore content creators from the game. Or, or do you think so many more people that usually don't come to Twitch would then appear on Twitch and watch that it would balance out? I mean, that's a good thought. I mean, I, it's something that a lot of people don't think about is supporting the, the content creators of Final Fantasy XIV 
uh, yeah. in general that way. Uh, and for them to get that same viewership, they would have to be in those world first groups uh, versus what it is right now where they can kind of play and just go as hard as they want and not be a part of the world race and still do pretty well. Because that's it. It's huge. When new uh, raid tiers are out, that's one of the biggest moments for most of the stream uh, streamers yeah. out there. Yeah, for yeah, sure. They are, they are the real winners, not us. <laughs> oh, oh yeah! Oh yeah! Financially <laughs> speaking, prox season, yeah. prox season is insane for for Twitch streamers. Oh, yeah. have you seen those numbers, dude? <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, jeez. Yeah, Darn's definitely transparent. He always talks about how much he's like made. Then he's like, he's made thousands of dollars, but we made no money. You know, like yeah, we yeah. might have got world first, but he's a lot more richer than us now. So, well, I mean, I mean, we're we're always on this edge of like getting to an esports level with the world race in some some shape or regard i guess uh where we would have the world first teams actually like support it by companies financially to stream and do all this other stuff do we want that in the final fantasy 14 scene There's i'd be okay with it if it's officially square enix's like job to host everything no, if no. they don't do it then i never want it if, they, if they're not in it then it's pointless i think because i think wow blizzard does all that like host the world first stuff and everything right no like, i don't think they do they don't no i think uh no they it's don't no, they don't esports company okay, never mind. the only thing they, 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 they do, confirm the clear they confirm but the only thing that they do is uh they do this mdi stuff the mythic dungeon mm, um, right mythic, they international they like something them? um this is this is their form of like participating in the esport, um, but on the PVE world race they are not participating. Mm -hmm. Don't like, they like showcase like, a world race and stuff on their home pages and stuff? They they like they uh, encourage it, but they don't support it. You know, I feel like yeah. they're also taking the not not a part in it. I mean, this does. They they didn't see like try to like make feast in esports. Like try Man, at least. Don't talk. Don't don't don't. Like they tried, right? Like they were trying to make it. Are you familiar sports. with my my uh, my history with that? No, there was. Some, I <laughs> only remember that, that, that stuff or something. I only remember that there was something in Paris once. I think I was with there like on stage Bollery in or something. Paris. I yeah, was, yeah. You were there, right? Yeah. That, that was that was one event that was supported by Squenix, No, I think they did. Yeah, no, that was that was the. That was the ultimate race thing, no? What you no, 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 no. It was a PvP thing. Oh, yeah. okay. That was 100% PvP. Yeah, they did. Uh, I mean, back in the day, I do remember uh, Blizzard doing a raid versus raid on stage at BlizzCon. Uh, like a race between two teams who would clear something first. Uh, but that was a while back. I can't remember the details of it anymore. For, for some, yeah, that was a bit ago. For some reason, I I vaguely remember that being like disastrous in some way. Did something happen during that? I think people were mad oh, because of like up. racial abilities with like orcs or something. And like, of course, they're not gonna win and all that stuff. That's all I remember from it. Uh, I I was just thinking like it's weird that they like tried doing that, but they don't like encourage like try doing it with the Walt race and rating. It's, they wanted. They, they tried doing it with Feast for some reason. I don't know why. Well, okay. <laughs> I have so well, much information I mean, on this. <laughs> <laughs> you, you do. I know nothing. I just know that they tried doing something like that. Yeah. No. The so they did the Feast Regional Championship and they did it for NA, EU, and JP. And there was some stumbling points uh, with that. And I think the community wasn't all into Feast as much as it was. It's harder to watch uh, because even though I knew everything, and I tried my best to commentate on it. 
most people were looking at it was like, oh, they died. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, that's the exciting part is seeing health bars go low and everything else. But that wasn't the win conditions, right? The win conditions were right. like who got the most medals and everything else with these. And there's a lot of stuff just uh, unfortunately just didn't work out like it should have worked out for it. Uh, and it was cool. I, I got to say, I appreciate Square Enix so much for involving me in that because that was amazing uh, to be able to do it. Because I, I love Feast. I still love Feast, even though it's not in the game anymore. It, it was a lot of fun. Uh, that has kind of changed with the new mode. I think that it's in a better spot for visibility in competitions, and they already have an EU one that's coming up. Right? Is it coming up, or did it happen? Uh, it's happening next weekend. Oh, oh. but is was that community driven, or is this also no, this is an because official I, EU official Square Enix uh, event? Okay. Yeah, and is, is this testing water, or is it? Well, I mean, I'm sure it's a mix of it, right? And so yeah, okay. they do want to test the water and see how it's going. It is all remote, of course, because that's just the world we live in right now. Um, but yeah, they have that coming up soon. Probably gonna be a lot more viewed, I guess, since I, uh, people yeah. enjoy them a lot more. I think Crystalline Conflict is a lot more easy to watch than Feast. Oh, Crystalline Conflict more, has way, way more like player participation right now than Feast ever had. Yeah. Like yeah. my magnitudes, it's yeah. it's probably gonna be but, way more successful just based on that. Well, it's alone. also, I mean, it's also like easier to watch. Like the whole like metal system was very confusing for a lot of people. I feel like to watch. Because it, it was unique but, to, to Final Fantasy yeah. fourteen, that's why. But this, this is you just push the card, and you know yep. who's winning, who isn't winning. So, yep, yeah. it's pretty straightforward, uh, and you know it's it's exciting for a lot of people to watch. It's gonna be short and quick, and uh, I think that community is starting to be built, and we're gonna see how that evolves in the future. Uh, but applying that, and I'm really excited by the way. I'm like actually trying to get into PvP and make sure I'm familiar with all the new concepts and everything. Uh, I've been a little bit out of it, but I actually like watching Crystalline Conflict. I have a question though. Um, the you cannot play it uh, like with the Duty Finder as a group, right? Right now, there's customs. So, there's customs. But there's customs. There, yeah, so, there's are these, custom. yeah. so are these people just practicing against each other in customs right now? Or well, there is a doing? community event, at least in NA. I don't know about the. I mean, Preach did a, uh, a tournament. I see. Uh, yeah, yeah, like for yeah. EU, and then uh, there's the Wolf's League, which plus one uh, handles and does a lot with. Uh, he had already one season previously. They're starting up a second season starting next week, uh, which will be right after Mock Talk. Funny enough, uh, <laughs> which is a whole other conversation. <laughs> World Race PvP show, I guess. But there's a PvP show now. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna see how that works. Go ahead. Oh, I was just agreeing. That's all. I was just saying it's interesting. It's stuff to talk about, you know. Right it now. is really PvP interesting. Stuff. Uh, I had a it's show. Right I was on Stated Realm yesterday talking about it. We talked about it last Bog Talk. I have a Bog Talk coming up <laughs> next weekend where we're going to be talking about it. That's dedicated to people. Man, it's it's pretty intense right now. Um, but that being said, I mean, relating this to the, I think kind of the point that we we're talking about is uh, Square Enix kind of supporting the world race and everything. And uh, there is so much just gray, murky water yeah. that you it just can't. It can't be an official thing. Unless if they bring people on a stage somewhere uh, and make an official event, I think the only raid official event that's ever happened was the one that was done at Paris Games Week, which I had yeah, to beg please to update me on all the raids and make sure I knew what I was talking about because I did the English version of that child casting at 3 a.m. in the morning by myself. Oh, that was a speedrunning event, right? Was this, yeah, was this yeah. a speedrun thing? Yeah. Yeah, 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 I remember that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was fun to watch. Well. Yeah, I, I felt so yeah, I bad. Com I completely uh, missed this one. What yeah. was this? Uh, 
It was like, awesome. Was I think Stormblood, I think. Gamescom, what year? It was during Stormblood, yeah. Shin, I remember yeah. Shin being one of the races, so it was definitely during Stormblood. Yeah, it was yeah, in Stormblood or something. And Uvu as well. And Minai level. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay, so, I have to look this up. You should, and then you'll see my horrible solo commentary on the whole thing. Oh, I'm sure you're fine. No, no it was bad. But anyways. I mean, it, go ahead. In, in the end, I think if it comes down to streaming, it would have to be something that every group uh, agrees to. It, everything, every group to would do. have to do it, and if you want Square Enix to be officially involved, there couldn't be a single add-on anywhere. Just... Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I already don't think they would ever involve themselves. On stream. Yeah. I don't think Blizzard would do it either, and I guess then you would have to see, like, you would have to do a, a test, right, first probably without any sponsorship or anything, and just see if people are interested in watching it. I mean, Blizzard kind of has that too, though, right? With add-ons and everything else, with it getting really gross. What was that What's that one that's, like, really, really bad? Uh, Weak Auras, um, is that right? But Weak Auras um, is, like, a whole there's lots system of them. in itself. Weak Auras, DBM. So um, they, they have, like, an official API for the add-ons, and they, they frequently basically nerf the API by removing functionality from it to nerf add-ons. For example, yeah. um add-ons used to be able to tell exactly how far you were from another player mm. which means the people would make literally make radars that pop up on your screen whenever there's like a mechanic where you have to spread out or like be a certain distance so they ended up having to nerf it so you could only tell how far you were from another player in increments of spell casting abilities like in this game you'd be like you can only tell if you're at least three or at least five or at least 15 away for example instead of exact distances like they do that happens like every expansion something like mm. that happens where some add-on just totally destroys the entire writing scene and they have to nerf it yeah it's it's such a weird situation because i mean there's gross stuff with final fantasy 14 which brings into the, the whole conversation of people being shitty to world first teams just because they they want to throw their shade out there uh it is a little bit weird with ultimate because there is time to really develop that stuff I mean, Savage, now I guess we will have time, right? Uh, mm. There will be a little bit of time there. It's like, oh, you guys, this is the first time that we've had a second tier where you had more than, uh, I guess, any time at all between normal and uh, Savage being around. I really Thing is, though, that. In, in Savage, it doesn't matter that much, honestly. Mm. Wait, Suki, you said you dislike it? I dislike one week delay a lot. Yeah, I so. think it's a big deal here with the... I mean, it's based off their post. It sounds like all the crafting stuff will still be released to day one. So, mm. like, that market is gone. You won't need crafters making you gear the first two hours no. of, like, the day. I don't think so they, at all. I don't, know, I don't know if that's they, true. They always release I, that stuff with Savage. Yeah. No, but in, yeah. The, in the post, they mentioned that they're going to be keeping an eye on the market to see how it changes with this. Why would they need to keep an eye on it if they would also if release they? at the same yeah. time? Yeah, the post, yeah, they, they, they said they're going to keep an eye on the market. So it sounds like they're still going to release the ca crafting stuff with the normal. So everyone will have all the pots, all the new food, all the new gear. They'll have extreme weapons. And then a yeah, week later, I think the fights are going to be a little different than how you would experience the day one. Okay, extreme weapons actually are gonna are gonna change things a little bit. I think that's but. the same for the start of an expansion, though, isn't it? Except the craft, I guess. No, like they, the, there's um, no extreme so... weapon at the start. There's not. Yeah, there is. No. Oh, you well, you have, that weapon is shittier. Yeah, that, yeah, that weapon is worse than the crafting weapon, though. Mm. Isn't so? Yeah. So yeah, I the guess... crafting weapon is stronger than the uh, extreme weapon at the start of expansion. But Isn't it also in six point two? No, it's five levels, five eye levels, it's five, five item levels higher, and plus one weapon damage, so it's better extreme weapons. 
Mm. I mean, if they keep the same thing, I guess. Well, so um, I guess um, if they still release everything with Savage, then in my opinion, it's only a benefit for people who like want to watch the cutscenes and stuff. And yeah. yeah. And also, um, it will affect the race in a little bit of a way in the sense that people have more time to study the normal modes and theory craft and stuff. It's going to shave like, off an hour, like of just progression because you don't have to do the normal fights to get into savage that too yeah, yeah that, that too plus people have more experience with all the mechanics that are introduced in the normal mode which in a lot of fights is actually like most of them <laughs> to be fair a lot of normal mode fights actually have like majority mechanics that are actually like identical to the like extreme fights and stuff which is just like in less combinations but um like suki said if if they start releasing the crafted gear and things beforehand then that could definitely change a lot of stuff either for the better or the worse. But if it's the same time, I think it's only like mostly just a benefit for, so that people don't have to skip cutscenes and stuff that they want to watch. Well, I mean, it makes oh. the world race scene a little bit more accessible in general because you, everyone will be able to have those that equipment, right? It would make it more accessible, that's true. Um, I think uh, it will make some of the first fights a pushover because you already have the gear mm. uh, that you usually wouldn't have. I guess some teams like TPS probably already would have, but other teams not. So uh, mm -hmm. other teams would be able to compete earlier and faster, which obviously... Do you think they account for that, though? I, think I don't they, think I don't they think they will. Because they said they simulated a bunch of like, things. Uh, let me see what they said exactly. Um, but they just want to try it and just see what happens. Here they said the development team has simulated what might occur as a result of delaying Savage by a week, but if we were to go all out with taking countermeasures against such side effects, there'd be no going back. As such, we'd like to try the one-week delay this time, and then check the feedback. Okay. I mean, in And the then they... Oh, as well as consider possible adjustments to crafting-related and economical aspects. So it does sound like crafting will oh, release okay. Yeah, normally. when you put it that way, what Suki said makes a lot more sense now. The way it was supposed to? <laughs> On the, it's the official translation of the... the yeah, live letter digest, oh, okay. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, I mean, in that sense, yeah. Uh, I don't know. The The last time we had a 0.2 rate, it had a very tight, or in prog at least, tight DPS check, and people needed to take you two days to clear it. Maybe they do that yes. again. We'll see. Um, we'll but, see. Also, someone said uh, why Savage doesn't matter in this context, like in terms of like preparing things. Well, I think the they were talking I... about the context of the add-ons. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, yeah, what I exactly. was, yeah, what I but was like, go I, on, also, go I also don't think it matters that much in Savage, uh, because uh, in Savage, usually everything is binary or very blunt in your face. Uh, there's very rarely <clears throat> that there's like a really tight, complicated, complex mechanic, and uh, in in terms of like the world racing teams, you're usually progressing at a faster pace into a new mechanic than uh, testing out like add-ons on a previous mechanic because usually you can just brute force your way through it by just calling it or whatever. So yeah. at yeah, least that, you, that's you how are. it works for world racing teams. I obviously have to say that for uh, teams that are going more casual, it might matter more. And uh, for these, definitely, they will have add-ons ready, whatever. But I think for the for the race itself, it won't matter that much. 
for for like world first yeah they they definitely most like most of the time progress faster than the the add-ons can even keep up well i guess it really comes into play with the data mining and everything that will be available for that one week uh and then applying those you know creating add-ons for you know whatever information they pull uh, whether they're going to make billboards or something else whatever they're going to do uh right (laughs) but the uh in the end as long as they hide that stuff or make a patch or put the savage like mechanics and stuff and put a lot of that stuff in the uh patch that would be leading up to savage then it's fine but if they release all that stuff or i'm assuming they're going to have a server down so server down for the patch release and a server down for the savage release yeah i definitely think you're correct that that's how they're going to do it the the thing is also that with um 6.0 they started doing some extra stuff like where you receive certain files only when you zone in to a fight and Mm. with obviously with savage this matters more because you cannot access the fourth turn until you have cleared the third second and first turn so there's that limit as well Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I, I actually don't think it's going to matter that much. Um, we'll see, I guess. But truth be told, they can counteract this as we see every single time with Ultimate, where we already know all the mechanics that exist and they find ways to make new mechanics that are difficult and we take days to progress through that. Just look at Nithog. We know towers, we know cleaves we know everything in the end you still need to execute and learn how to do it and that if they put a mechanic like that into the fight you're still going to take a long time to figure it out to make a strat to work on the strat more to learn it to execute it and then if they do that in savage then it's all good that's that's a good point as well um what Zeb said about um nidhogg like the the first Nidhogg phase in Dragon Song is a really good example because that boss only does like three things. He jumps on you and it leaves a tower behind and he does in and out in a stack, right? Like these individual parts are very simple and like knowing each of these individual parts, how they work one at a time, doesn't really help because you have to learn how to do all these jumps at the same time and go in and out and dodge around and avoid everything, right? And those are like no amount of of data, data mining, mining yeah. tells you that yeah. any of that yeah. i remember so, back uh sorry go ahead oh no, no it's fine you can go ahead no, i was gonna say i remember back in titan when they released that savage fight and then someone showed me a gif of titan going up into the atmosphere and disappearing uh and all you could really think is oh is he going to turn into an airplane now? <laughs> so that was like the discussion that was happening because he was being like the ATV and everything, and they're like okay well he's mechanical maybe he's going into an airplane mode and that's going to be another phase. Uh, I want that. Yeah. Yeah 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 that that would have been funny but no it turned out to be something completely different and worked out pretty well. Um. Well I mean like it's it's always the, this. Go ahead. The, um, my own personal take is disregarding all the extra stuff, right? I think the one delay, the one week delay is a good thing for the broader player base because 
you have the time to enjoy the story, you mm -hmm. have the time to do the normal modes and everything. You have to do you have time to do MSQ, check out everything else in the patch, get adjusted to the job changes. Um in that sense for the broader player base, I think it's a good change, especially also with the crafted gear. It allows more groups to compete. Um it takes that resource war away from the race. Um for the world race, for and for me personally, I think it takes away enjoyment from the mm. raid itself. Mm -hmm. Uh because for me personally, I whenever there's a patch where you have the normal mode and the savage released at the same time, you clear the normal mode, you you skip through it, and by the time you enter savage and e you enter each savage turn you already forgot what happened in normal mode for like half of it and it takes you by surprise again to say like oh okay this is what they do uh and uh, for me personally it just takes away a little bit of that blind enjoyment mm. because in normal mode you already see oh this is the main gimmick they're going for in savage it's probably amped up a little bit well you know uh, this isn't a completely new situation we have ran into it before i do want to say like you also for most teams forget when I do these interviews after a clear, they forget what the first savage tier was, or first savage turn was, and the first the second savage turn. Yep. So having oh, those yeah. conversations about that, talking about the mechanics, they're like, what even happened in those fights? Like, oh yeah, that happens yeah, every exactly. time. Um, after on week two, week two, uh, usually turn one takes longer than turn four. Yeah, you, you forget the early turns. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the that's the effect I'm talking of, right? Like you're learning so many new things you've already forgotten half of what happened before so you're like what what was this fight again damn so you're experiencing the new fight this in savage from the get-go they're completely new and for me personally that has always been one like even though savage is obviously easier than ultimate for me personally this has always been one of the major enjoyments in the yeah. game and it kind of sucks because uh you'll get don't necessarily mean burned out, but used to some of the models and all the phases and everything that you see in normal mode. And the yeah, excuse me. The only big surprise will always be the extra phase on the four fight uh, that you'll see. I mean, they could they, they could certainly change this up by adding a surprise to uh, each of the fights. Yeah. But have you always yeah. felt that the southern expansion the tail was less enjoyable than the other ones? Yes. Just because of that, I, agree, I never, yeah. I never, I never felt that. Spending two weeks on normal just makes this well, yeah. boring. You just, you just analyze every part of the normal fights, and then it's like there's nothing to be surprised about in Savage other than the fourth special turn. Mm -hmm. Everything else is like we've I seen this a million less times. Enjoyable though to fight to do the fights. It definitely um, it definitely like makes it a little bit less exciting for racers. But mm -hmm. personally, I think I think normal mode being separated is a big deal for like because there's a lot of hard like hardcore raiders that like the story <laughs> you know me. oh yeah me yeah Mwah. and being able to actually me. read it instead of having to skip it and then do it again on an alt later me. Like, every um, time personally me. i think it's very benef beneficial <laughs> for, <laughs> for a lot of people trying to like get in there <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly goes up so, no, I, I've been no, just he's uh, confirming. He's talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been doing this since forever, every single time. Get on my alts and I mean, then. 
play it through again. I mean, this guy was literally rewatching Dragon Song story before the ultimate this, came out. This guy style. made a new character and did the entire MSQ. Yeah, he was doing the Evans of MSQ. He didn't even do new games. He actually made a new character. Yep. <laughs> Is there any lore tidbits I can pull from this for the ultimate? I mean, Fortunately, I don't think the pandemonium. I don't think the pandemonium story is that good this time around. I don't know what Zep thinks about it. People like it, Zep? Story. I like it, but I have to see more. Yeah, it's the the raid part. story is always like the first two tiers are always like just mostly build up for the last one. Yeah, like. I'm just it's... sad that wasn't voice acting. That's all. That's mm. true. I want I want a little bit of voice acting. Spoilers. I wish I wish there would be more voice acting in the game on bosses. Yeah. That's that, uh, honestly that's one part about DSR that I haven't even talked about yet, and that I'm a little bit sad about for the next ultimate, depending on what we get. Uh, I think the voice acting in this ultimate added to the atmosphere and to the impression of the quality and like uh, how everyone in general perceived the fight. What? I think, you know, yes, I think <laughs> I think having Thorgan being able to talk is actually important. <laughs> I think this was really good. It's I good. loved it. Yeah, I like it. I one hundred percent agree. I think the I voice acting adds Kyle. so much to the atmosphere. <laughs> I am named Kyle. Dude, look look how many people meme on this. Yeah, you wouldn't really have good. the you wouldn't have this if it wasn't if it didn't can exist. You, can then, you right? can you even tell can you tell me a single line that Hesperos says? Who? Hesperos? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Does he even wait, does he have voice lines? <laughs> he has voice oh, like text like text. But yes, text. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, no clue. Yeah, exactly. You don't read it because, like, it's way up there on the screen. It's like not cool. Who cares? Yeah, I feel like a deep, cool, like vampire voice. I would listen to it. I would think after Coil, Ultimate Coil, you would be reading all text. Oh no! I mean, in Prague, we do like read the text because yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, reading all the textual clues tidbits, to mechanics. Yeah, yeah. but. Like, you don't remember after that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess, like, we could talk about this in story side, like, being, like, story nerds and everything. Like, did, were you guys crying during the fight? Were you, like, really emotionally attached to what was going on? At the end. Yeah, at the end. Me as well. <laughs> I also had, like, this sad moment during the uh, the phase where Torden, like, uh, pretty much, like, mind controls the dragons. I felt really bad for the dragons for some reason. I don't know why. I, I felt like really bad for them. <laughs> Do you know what their names are? Uh, fuck, I... Yeah, you know uh, I know, I know it's Fidofner, but I forgot... Uh, one of them is Fidofner. It's like, it's like something like Fidofner, but it's like weirdly spelled. I forgot the actual uh, name. Ver Verdolfner. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, Verdolfner or something, yeah. Yeah, Verdolfner, yeah. And the other one's just called Dark Scale or something. Yeah, the dark one can be whatever, but like, yeah. Yeah, I do remember watching your VOD. Uh, someone called, what was it? Weiss Vager. I can't say Weiss that name. Yeah, instead of saying that, you guys just said White Dragon. I was like, eh. That's definitely easy. I think yeah. it started off as Habibi, but then... Shalfa kept calling him Habibi, and I was like, Stop calling him Habibi. Just call him Riss Vulgar. I liked Habibi. I put Sikh saying Akifa. Afaka or something you said. Oh, and every time Suki would try to say a dragon word, it'd come out as some complete. Uh, it would come out different every single time. So good. is a really weird thing, you know. Like he does it again. It's actually a weird word. Hey man, I have problems saying names too. 
All right, we're going to take one more break here before we uh, get to the last leg of the show, I guess. There's a lot to talk about. I'm surprised that we've it's been almost two hours. Uh, I, I don't know how much longer you guys got, but uh, I know it's pretty late over there for you, up, right? And for Skylar. Oh, yeah, that's for Skylar, too. However long you need me. They're, I'm sure they're they're not they're used to it by now. Their sleep schedules have been getting terrorized for uh, yeah, years. I'm sure. That. Nice, nice. All right, guys, we're gonna take a small ad break. We'll be right back. Please stick around. Uh, we got some, uh, I don't know, cool stuff happening after this. I'm sure. Right, guys. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hold yeah. On. Yeah. Hold on one second. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, thank you for sticking around. We did have uh, our, our next... We have a handful more things to talk about. Uh, I mean, we talked about the fight a little bit. I did want to talk about the clear. The big noticeable thing that I saw during the clear is that it wasn't Deathless. Oh, that's what you meant. What? Oh. Yeah, you... Okay, you died. I remember. Wait, did mm -hmm. I die? Yeah, you did die. He died during the... Yeah, yeah, thank you. Orb yeah. dashes, the light dashing yeah. the orbs. Yep. Yeah. No way. Yeah, I think he died to the orb. Uh, <clears throat> Damn. Damn. You got hit by an orb. Yeah. It's yeah. a curse. I always die on the clear. <laughs> Dude, I actually I, do. I, I saw that and I was like, okay, so they decided it wasn't worth wiping. Do you feel like the, the DPS check overall in that fight? Because it was a pretty early death too. It wasn't like uh, like late into the fight or anything. You guys decided to just keep going? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah. We, I mean, if someone died in strength when we res, we just kept going. There's no reason why, because it's not like the deepest check will not be met with the death. We can, yeah. um... Even multiple like, By that point, one. we already knew exactly how much, like, the loss of damage we can tolerate and still make the checks. And I think by that point in the fight, everyone was already playing well enough in most every phase that we could take at least a death in every phase, pretty sure, and still make the DPS checks. So, wow. like... One death has no reason to wipe over, especially like such an easy recover to recover one. Like at that part, yeah. each DPS check is, has also to, uh, has to be seen by itself because, uh, unlike Savage, it's not one HP pool; it's uh, multiple HP pools uh, for each phase. So, by the time we reach uh, like the middle of Nitog, my weakness will be gone again. So, mm. for every part after that, it doesn't matter anymore. Makes Which sense. I guess is one one thing that an ultimate they could also change in the future to make it significantly more difficult. Do you would you, you have, rather have tighter DPS checks? One giant HP yes, pool, you mean? I or? think a tighter DPS check does make it more fun. I mean, look at what happened in EAS. It had a fourteen minute fight that had one HP pool. And a little right. bit with the ads phase, but and it took a significant time for a lot of people to clear it properly many there were a lot of enrage wipes because people uh, struggle with very long dps checks so and we haven't yeah. had one in a good while now like uh, each last turn recently has always been only eight minutes that's no two potions two potions that's it yeah. so if they wanted to make ultimate really difficult they could make one hp pool across the entire fight and it would probably be very very difficult yeah that's actually a huge factor is that having all the dps checks 
be sectioned up into like three or four minute chunks and each time you kill a boss it basically resets from the start it's mm-hmm. just inherent like inherently much much easier because then every mistake only affects you for a couple minutes and then as long as you clear that part of the fight you're completely reset for the rest of it basically yep unless if you like severely mess up your rotation but yeah yeah i mean it, you could oh, make it's it. reset. go ahead what did you want to say no i was just gonna say you could make it to where like depending on how well you do that section it adds up or it affects something within the next section makes like a dp like a, a damage a aoe hit harder if you don't That's kill it true. fast enough or something like that right i mean for, ex- for, for example one uh, one thing i've always mentioned to someone is uh if you could do this perfectly fine in yukop because both twintania and nail jump up they don't die right and they come back in the ads phase now Let's imagine each phase, Twin and Nail was a straight up, let's say, two and a half minutes phase or three minutes phase, and they spawn with a lot of more HP, and depending on how much damage you do to them in those three minutes will depend, will make your ads phase either significantly easier because you can kill them faster, or it will be harder because you have to beat the enrage at that point. Yeah. Something like that. But I feel like a fight has tried that before, though. Well, e- E8S had like that with the ads a little bit, right? But it wasn't like significant yeah. enough. We thought. Well, I guess yeah. Well, it's also, also Shiva, um... yeah, you want the achiever at like a certain percent before she jumped, right? That kind of thing as well. Yeah. It's also something that cropped up um, a few times, like in early Heavensward and ARR bosses, where like the fight designs were a little more very like a uh, experimental. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you also the the A11 thing where you let like the the three pillars HP things. Yeah, Wait, like, pushes back then. Yeah. Hmm. This is why I personally don't like the current ultimate format anymore. Like all three ultimates were just like a boss rush, right? You fight one boss, then pause, and you fight another boss, another boss, another boss. Like I want an ultimate with just one fight, one boss all the way through, and it throws mechanics at you while you're fighting it. I'm not gonna lie, I was I was really hoping King Thornton would be that because he's the perfect boss for that. I think Omega is the perfect boss for that, though. Yeah, I think Omega could end up being... I hope it's like that, but I don't think they will, but... Just, it's just because King Thornton already has 12 ads built in. Well, Omega also, well, Omega has, like, different, like, how he looks like, like, there's, like, different, like, iterations of him, like, he has the mm-hmm. M&F look, he has the uh, final look, the uh, 011 look. Yeah, I mean, he could evolve balls. pretty much the entire fight. Just... Yeah, you could, you could just have him evolve the whole time, like, be, like, Blue Justice kind of thing. Omega's already like four bosses just on his own. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you could definitely make that happen. I mean, it, you everyone's definitely expecting. I'm assuming Omega is the next ultimate they're going to have during this expansion, right? Yeah. I think it's the assumption, yeah. Yeah. Uh, are you excited for that? Hell for yeah. Sure, yeah. Omega I my first raid tier when I started from the I, game, so it's... I never liked Omega Sun. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you one reason why Omega Ultimate is going to be the most sickest thing we have had in a long time. Uh mm. it has pog music. Yeah, that's true. Pog music is big. I, I big. do agree the music is really good. It's gonna be big. <laughs> Everyone's gonna love it. Well, yeah, yeah. I that's the thing though it's so crazy i don't i don't think this happens in the wild races i don't really know for sure but people are so excited to see what graphically there is in like the next phase what music changes happen these are all things people are looking for is all this extra crap not just the mechanics itself 
which makes it a really good, uh, I guess, eSport in general for Final Fantasy XIV is because you're like, oh, did they see the next cool phase or whatever? Uh, I don't feel like I ever felt like that watching any of the WoW stuff. It just felt like there's a whole bunch of people on the screen running around and some things happen sometimes. That's I, a I, huge... don't even know, I don't even know there's music in the WoW race. I don't even know there's this music. Sometimes there is. I always play their own music, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't, like, sometimes I hit this, like, fucking, like, Sometimes, random, sometimes like, songs just actually don't have music. Yeah. Uh, that's, like, a big, that's actually, like, a massive, like, a massive design philosophy difference is that on, in Final Fantasy, sometimes they do value, like, the presentation over the mechanics occasionally, and, like, that just resonates with more people. They get every department to work on these ultimate fights, right? Yeah. Uh, and that it's amazing to see that happen, and they know. Um, Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. It wasn't important. Yeah, yeah. You know what? It's over. I don't even want to think about what I was going to say anymore. It's, you, you interrupted me, Norlark. So I don't know. If I'm sorry. Damn. Are you hosting this show now? Yeah, it's you. It's you. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Narlock podcast. We're here. Welcome to the bald podcast. <laughs> the gnarly podcast. Gnarly. Uh, We're here with the Orlando and Frosty Mogborn PvP Extraordinaire. Let's go. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. You know we we really didn't. Never mind. We're not going to go into the history of people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's so much to talk about with that that I didn't really go into. Uh, but I I will say again, they could do some official Square Enix events. Uh, but it wouldn't be the world that could never be happening. No, that's unfortunate. Maybe just like some kind of recognition, you know, like look at starting, go check it out or something. Yeah, but then they uh -huh. have to like, if that stream showed anything that was TOS, right? They can't really point you in a direction. It, it, it's it's difficult. Yeah, I think if uh, anything PVE related for to happen in FF. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it would have to be something like a speedrun-ish. Yeah. yeah. You know, something like the what, what WoW does um, with the NDI. They could yeah. do it. I mean, maybe, you could the, do it with the new dungeon thing, maybe, yeah. Maybe. I guess we'll see. So. Uh, I know they're, you know, they're going with PvP and they're doing uh, some stuff with that. Uh, they're pro It'd be cool to see if they do anything with the, uh, I guess, four-man dungeons, the more difficult dungeons and everything. But the rating, man, I don't know if we can change much of how the rating World Race is for Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, we could get more esports companies involved and ever all that great stuff. Um, but I just don't know. I, I, okay, well, I, I do think, also looking at, like, how, can I say this? Like, Twitter analytics? This is this something I can sure. talk about, really? Why, why wouldn't you be um, able to talk about Twitter analytics? Okay, okay. Well, for example, on the Twitter analytics of uh, my tweet that I released of the uh, World First Clear, I think it had like 1.5 million impressions. That's mm. a lot. And yeah. uh, if I look at that, I'm like, whew, damn. That you should is put insane. I mean, we were, and if, we were comparing. And if, yeah. yeah, and if you and if you add that up together with like uh, I think Skados is another tweet and yeah, and, yeah. and um, I was telling the team back then I was like, damn, if we had streamed this prog, if every group had streamed this prog, this probably would have exploded on Twitch. Yeah, 
Um, I was saying, like, we even compared but, the tweets like to the Echo tweet from their world first, and all three of us yeah, had yeah. more like, interaction than theirs. You almost double all really well, the interactions. Yeah. Here's the thing, though, right? There is that element of depending on Twitter for information. And so yeah. there, a lot yeah. of people will already have the information that Echo's tweeting out. That's true. That's true. Uh, you guys <clears> are think, a single um, source for it. You're right. Yeah. I think FF is definitely big enough for it to be con like it, it's worth considering if every war group was streaming that you could build something like you have in world of warcraft i think that is a safe assumption definitely there is uh enough players enough people that would be interested in it the question is just do you want that to happen do people want to be streaming or do people even want to put themselves out yeah. to the public you know and everything like that because when you stream, like obviously it's like what I said earlier, it puts you out of your comfort zone, right? Like you're out there in the open, everyone sees what you're doing. If you have voice comms as well, everyone sees what you're saying and uh, stuff like that. It's all out in the open. Is that something you want? Everyone has to, you know, know that for themselves. I, for myself, I know definitely that if I stream, I definitely play different than if I play for myself because I feel like someone's watching me and uh, yeah. I think there's probably more people that are like that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and I guess that's, it's curious to know what the community would want out of that, too. Uh, if they would want to see Final Fantasy being this big esports scene and everything. Because when you get into that level, it... It, it, it gets it, corporate, right? It so, gets filtered a little bit, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, it has to be good for it, ads. It, it would uh, change things, for sure. You know? Like... Do people want that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I, it'd be cool to see it happen. Um, it would be cool to see it happen once to see how that would actually turn out. I think I'm also curious to see it. Well, I mean, the closest thing we had was like when Method did their thing, right? Right. Um, way back in the day, and that was the worst, one of the worst experiences I've ever had in my life. <laughs> I felt uh, some bad things about that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, that was that was way back then. I'm sure different things have gone on and uh i don't know about the current status of that team i don't want to mean to talk bad about them i mean i will talk bad about that event in general it was horrible uh but i mean that's a lot of the esports teams that are coming in right now they depend on unity to fill mm -hmm. them in and get them up to speed i think the the main question every team always um comes down to is also okay let's say we do stream um and assume I, okay, well, if you're first, obviously, you will have a lot of people flocking in. Also, one one thing to mention as well, um, it's not just sponsorship that you would have to prepare. You also need to prepare a lot of stuff for your chat, right? Like, moderation is a thing you would need to consider, and that is also a lot of effort that you need to put into that. Uh, basically for free, because you don't know if you're going to get anything out of it. Well... Right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, for the teams... And well, you know what I mean, right? Like, you know, people, people, random people are going to come in and then they're going to type all kinds of stuff. So you need to moderate that, obviously. Here's the um, thing. Uh, I, don't, I don't have dedicated mods. I have friends that have mods. So I have people who right, show but that's still work. Yeah, it, it just... When you say that, uh, it's sad. There are people who are rich enough to have mods they pay, but the majority of mods are, are doing it for free. Because right, I want to but, be in there and help. 
And for, for Wolf, it's not even like a stream, right? It's 16 hours, maybe, yeah. that they have to be in there. Or like you have to have yeah. people rotating in and out. Exactly. One, 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 one point is that, and the other point is obviously someone has to be there doing it, right? Because you can't do it because you're playing the game. You cannot check your chat all the time. You cannot check if someone is saying something that shouldn't be there. Um, and, the, and if you are ahead, people are going to be there. And uh, I don't know if you've ever noticed, but there were a lot of streams sometimes of like random community people that because of certain things they were doing on stream, they got a lot of viewers, like people trying to clear week one on Monday, the last few hours before the reset. And then the stream gets like 600, 700 viewers, which comparatively is very, very little. And, and that shit was already going nuts. Yeah. Like there was insane stuff there because it was completely unmoderated because there, it was just one person randomly streaming and it got randomly a lot of attention which yeah. would happen which would be very similar to what would happen if let's say someone from our team streamed because none of us is really a professional streamer or anything like that and the same thing would apply to i think kana's team as well nobody there is a professional streamer or anything nobody has anything set up and uh i mean it's a also growing pain right huh? it is a growing pain uh and i think a lot of people who are there i mean if you have really bad people in your chat Eventually it'll get handled, and if it doesn't get handled, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world. That's just get shit after a while. They just become complete shit. There's like this yeah. roll level, like if you have so many viewers, at some point it's just you don't have a chat anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you have random screaming people yelling into a void. I think we also have this conversation <laughs> in our group. It's like, let's say your whole group is streaming, like, I know for, let's say like in our group, let's say everyone's streaming and Everyone goes to Zep's stream, for example, because Zep is the most known member, maybe. Let's say like that. Like, does all the money Zep get from his stream, does the rest of the group see any of that? Or is that just, is, does it go to Zep? Yeah, you would do Stuff like that. Like, is it equal? That well, is like, that guy. depends on the person, right? It's like, <laughs> yeah. you, could, you, could, you could do it. You could, like, hold yeah. it to yourself. Like, it depends. I, yeah. I mean, I think, I think um, point, the point he's making is that of the people in the same group, it's, it's cannibalistic, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but yeah. at the same time, uh, what you also what I try, was trying to get at is, um, as you have as one group is ahead and now receives a lot of viewership because they are ahead, and they might be close to clear, are people still going to be interested in watching the second group, third yeah. group? Yeah, one hundred percent. You think so? I so also I'll say this from like someone who's put on the community event right multiple times, and we mm. we we have tons of people. Uh, that would want to watch and just see the attempt that's happening. The one that's furthest along on that, that attempt. Oh yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. I have people. So I don't know what you're saying. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Okay. I just, just want to get in before your, your topic podcast. changes. Um, <laughs> I, I know a ton of people. Like I have a ton of friends that would literally pull up like multi twitch.tvs of not of like nine progging groups at the same time. And they'll just have them all up on the screen and whichever mm -hmm. one's furthest in the poll, they'll maximize it and watch it. And then as soon as they wipe, they'll close it and then open the next farthest one. So I'd literally be watching like literally nine groups at the exact same time. It's yeah. <laughs> like people, I, they, they do watch all the groups. Yeah. And so I, I will say there are situations. So how the world race works uh, is or at least the events that we put on is we ask everybody, Hey, are you racing? Great. Or are you, would you let us uh, restream your stream? Great. Yes or no. And kind of go through that whole slew. So we have this slew of like a hundred or so streams that we can show on the stream and we toggle between them, depending on 
where the conversation is, the commentary on the fights. If we want to go back and talk about a previous fight, we'll do that. Usually it stays on the ones that are like in the lead, but there's like four teams there. And then if a team is starting to get a little bit further in the mechanic, we'll maximize that one and discuss that one. Uh, and just kind of go back and forth to talk about what's happening at that time. Uh, the other part is there are going to be streams that don't want me to restream their stream. They're like, no, you can't do it. Or they, they don't say anything. We don't have permission. I have to have someone tell me, yes, you can, for me to feel okay right. about it. Otherwise, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> so if I don't have some verbal communication, there's going to be possibly another stream out there uh, that is streaming, and it's going to be ahead, but we can't show that on the mainstream. We can just talk about it, talk about their progress. Uh, mm. And that's people still want to know where these other teams are, even though that is like the top team, a lot of viewership will go there, but that doesn't mean that their favorite streamer isn't going to get their viewership too, right? To see how they're doing on progression. Everybody's curious about the teams. Okay. I, 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 I can see that, but for example, but that, that also depends on like, you, you just said it yourself, like it's their favorite streamer. They probably watch True. them occasionally, like before that every time and they stream regularly, they have like, you know, some sort of connection to the community. Whereas people like us, right. Except other, I guess mostly only this would exclude like sphere because he has something built, but everyone else basically in our teams is basically just never streaming. Right. So. Would people still be interested to see that? That's the question, you know, that people ask themselves if you consider streaming the race or not. It is a factor. Factor. And so, I mean, that's something that groups have to figure out. And a lot of groups, I'm guessing, have had that those conversations. I'm not even sure, sure where this group. goes. A lot probably yeah. ends up being, hey, it's your stream. You do whatever with your stream, you know, whatever. And they don't talk about it too much. But it probably on these world first teams, like your team, it would be worth a healthy conversation about what what streaming would mean for your team overall. Yeah. Especially if one person is going to get like, you know, 10,000 viewers and everyone else is going to get a hundred viewers. Right. I feel like in almost, I feel like in almost every team at the moment and like at least a U and an A, there's at least a couple members in the group that don't want to be on stream, or like don't care for it at all. So you would have to probably like already like reform groups if you want to start streaming. Yeah. Cause I know there's a couple of TPS members that don't want to be on stream. I know in our group, there's a couple members that probably don't want to be on stream. So, one hundred percent. I think also uh, maybe it's just me. I was always uh, this Im imposter syndrome. Like it's always like, I, I, it doesn't it? I just always feel like it comes off as a little bit pretentious to like be like, oh, I, we are this world first team from DSR from the last prog, and now we are gonna stream and look at us, woo! And then you get world tenth. I I don't know, you know. Don't, don't jinx us right now. I, I think you know, that, every single time. I like, think about it, something that, like this. That's that's yeah. also like what I meant earlier with the comfort. It's like that this is very apparent for a lot of world racing people, uh, and I've noticed because I've talked to some of them. They, they're like, okay, we don't stream, and we just form randomly. It doesn't matter where we clear because we don't have stream. We have no expectations. It's whatever, right? But if you stream, you're setting yourself out there, right? And people are like, oh, they got the world first from the last time. So are they going to win again? Or what are they going to do? You know? So well, if, if you're not streaming, so, <laughs> so if you're not streaming or anything, you're just playing, right? You're just a, a player. It's that is that. Uh, it is weird. Uh, it is a sticky situation. And 100% everybody who on the team would have to agree to it. And that will make some people leave. Stay on the team. Because uh, they're like, okay, maybe this is financially feasible. Uh, but it, it just depends. 
uh but i don't we don't have big organizations like uh wow does that would support uh, the teams the way that they are right now uh we have eight to ten people who want to get together and try to clear first yeah instead of hundreds of people working together with lots of money behind it ten nerds in their pajamas wake up in the morning i think for a lot of people it's still still more about the enjoyment of the the game you know and and the race itself rather than you know the prestige yeah Oh, like for, for me, sure. it's always been like I just enjoy playing Final Fantasy. Like I just it's enjoy fun. the game. I just, I just wanna, I just wanna progress fast because I wanna progress fast because I enjoy it. I wanna, I wanna have more of the enjoyment. So, if you were doing it for money, you'd be really pissed. Yeah, of course. So. <laughs> yeah, there's no financial backing right now. For I could, I could walk two blocks down the road and, and work at McDonald's for more money than I could probably ever get from this. Yep. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, on the other hand, it's like what the WoW people always said as well is they didn't have anything set up either, and they just randomly decided to do it, and then yeah. it built up to this huge thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was like Meta, right? That started randomly doing it. I think so. Yeah, because uh, they, they felt they were so good anyway. So yeah. Yeah, but, I think it was um they just like randomly streamed a prog one tier, and then they like won anyway, and it yeah. totally popped everything off. Like everything blew up right on that. But I'm just curious, were they like a major organization yeah, before so. they streamed? Oh, I think so, yeah. So that yeah. would be like they had they had professional streamers like in their guild and stuff. It was right. it was a thing. It's just that um it wasn't the world first specifically until that point. So so there is already like a major difference between them and for example what we would be because from us everyone is just like, you know, a literal nobody. You guys are not nobodies to me, by the way. No, but like to the TLD organizations, we are. <laughs> in compared to in compared to a large organization, like we we aren't an, an organization. We are just a team of ten people that happen to play together, and we happen to clear fast. For ten guys who fought a boss real fast. <laughs> and uh, well, we'll see. Savage is going to be kind of a, a interesting one because if we do talk about streaming. Savage would be probably one of the first uh, races that would be, I would think. Yeah, for yeah. sure. If yeah. if there is a streamed race, you will see it first on Savage. Will we discount DSR again? Did you say that counts? I, give me, Man, a, give, me a, know, give me another one, dude. That was such a big mess, dude. We didn't know if it was going to be cleared in an hour or like I thought it was five days. hours. I remember talking to Kana before it came out. I was like, this is going to take like five hours, isn't it? And he's like, nah, prepare for like three days. I'm like, what? <laughs> he was so sure that it was going to take like a couple of days. Yeah. Uh, I actually think, oh, hold on. I think you're right also. It's a gamble, of course, depending on the difficulty, but the they, they are doing the four-man savage dungeon in 6.25, right? I guess you could try. I am not doing world race stuff. Well, not you, but (laughs) I mean, uh, in general, I've been. I'm trying to say, you know, maybe. I I guess people probably don't care that much, so they're going to stream it and see what happens. But I don't know. Uh, That one's going to be kind of weird. I think only the major streamers are going to really get. 
I mean, I don't know. Probably, I don't know. I don't know. It depends. It fully depends on the difficulty. That's. I'm gonna race the Stasha. Let's fucking go. Oh man, yeah, I I do want to see how that works out. Uh, hey, what's up, Klops? Uh. Oh my god. For man content. Thank you, Klops. Because of you, we got it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, (laughs) absolutely. Um. <laughs> I've I've asked multiple times because uh because of him. So uh it was always the same answer. It was one of those questions that always got the same answer. It's like, eh, I really don't wanna because it's just gonna if someone dies and it's not fun. It's on the healer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh well, okay, so uh there's no major expansion, you guys aren't forming some super esports company or anything. Uh, you're gonna stay Not within yet. your your handful of uh, friends yep. to get the clears. Okay. I think we can. I think it's safe to say for the other teams as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Hold on. Now. Now I do need to go back to the spreadsheet to make sure I hit the talking points because I can't remember. Oh yeah, this was a question I wanted to ask. Uh, would you rather one ultimate at the level of? Uh, Dragon Song reprise, or would you uh, want two that were like not as like detailed and as crazy? Two. I want two. I'd rather have two. Yeah. I would two less. Even quality. if they're like not as good, I'd rather have two. Ultimately, yeah. I think quantity is better than quality. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, for me as well. Yeah. Okay. Wait, what, 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 what kind of quality are we talking here? Like, what do you mean? Like, length? Well, put, ooh, graphics, length, difficulty, just anything. Just, like, down, like, I don't know, 80, 70% of what uh, Dragon Song was. Two times 80%, I would take the two times, but I think I would want the difficulty to stay the same. If they can keep the difficulty the same, but it's, like, less visually appealing, I would be fine with it, but I think if the difficulty would suffer from it, I would prefer one DSR. Okay. What if they did one DSR, then one uh, 48 man? I'd be okay with that. I'd be I would okay be okay with that. that. Yeah. Yeah, I think so many people. I think everyone that did that actually as a group like would prefer that, I think. And I think anyone who didn't do it unique would not mechanics. prefer What'd you say, Nar? I said the 48 mans always have like unique mechanics and items and stuff. You know, item based gameplay is like a is like a big thing that doesn't happen in this game oh, that happens in like me. World of Warcraft and stuff, you know. I I like it. It's it's nice to have sometimes. Mm. <laughs> you, you know how much money I sell like how much money I spent <laughs> on those time. potions on the market board when DSR came out? Oh, I know, it was hype. I love spending money. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I bought the whole market board out from like the, the, the potions that like need I needed. I think the the entire like collaboration that you had going on there on the DRS proc is what really makes this so cool for everyone. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. It's like every single time, uh, like this is also like an important thing for like the world racing stuff in general. It's like you're more often than not you're placing your bets on a person you've already procked with, and you're hoping okay maybe this person's gonna play a little bit better or I already know they're playing good. And very rarely do you actually get the opportunity to prog with players you've never progged with before. For example, like for, for me this time it was like half of the other team from our group 
for my group now. I've never progged with, but this time I was able to. Or the reason why we asked Suki to join us in 5.4 was because we saw how he performed in DRS and we were like, damn, this guy is pretty good. He's active, likes to talk, calls out stuff, so let's mm. take him in. And uh, this is why I personally like DRS a lot. It's like you get to play with so many people and everyone is like all in this one voice channel and everyone's having the reaction together to new stuff. It's really cool. Well, you, you don't get that experience in Ultimate or Savage. Well, do you think uh, you'll still get that experience now that everyone knows what that content kind of looks like? Because maybe I groups so. will be kind of formed up beforehand now, right? Definitely, but I think you'll still get the same experience. Cause I think you'll still get the same. Yeah. There's no streamers everyone's with 40 other players before. Yeah, like, <laughs> well, there's also, I mean, new people like, guaranteed. Yeah. Mm. It's also not a shot. You get the same people every time, every day. Yeah. Because even Eat the Group 2 was not the same people every single day. No, because people, like, oversleep or someone has, like, a Yeah, or, like, somebody has to go to work or something like that. That is like that was the that was that was the annoying part about it, it was like trying to find people last minute. I didn't really have to deal with that. Forty-seven out of forty-eight. Connor, Connor definitely had to deal with that. Yeah, <laughs> Connor was so stressed to, out. He That's definitely had to burden. Hundred percent. The worst part of that content was the forty-seven yeah. out of forty-eight prog. Was yeah, finding people at the end. Yeah. I wish they would have at least let you zone in. They changed that, right? So they fixed that. Yeah, they changed it now. Yeah, you can zone yeah. in with anywhere between twenty-four and forty-eight now, and it scales. But for example. One guy who I've never progged with, but I would love to prog with him one day, is uh, Klops. Maybe in a 48 man. Maybe in a 48 man. A 48 man is kind of just like 12 four mans, right? True. Oh, yeah, we, exactly. I, remember, I remember we made like the Protean image. <laughs> for all the parties, we had like a Protean image for like if there was a Protean mechanic, like all the parties would spread around the boss. Mm-hmm. Uh... Well, we'll see. I, I again, I do, I do think they're going to go the opposite direction. Expansion. They might change it again for the next one, but I, I just can't see them getting something together so quickly. Um, especially if they're going to do a second ultimate. Like I think that's pretty firm in stone uh, for this expansion. Yeah. Uh, so I'm still holding out for hope. I'm still holding out. I think they'll do it. They I got a lot of stuff in the one. pipes. He's on the copium. Like, they got an ultimate. I'm also on the copium. Oh no. No, they no, got no. the uh, they got the ultimate. They got the savages. They got the horde dungeons. They got the the island sanctuary. They still got the deep dungeon. They said they're doing like they got a lot of stuff in the in the, the pipe, deep dungeon. I'm expecting six three, but I think six four six five something big man is coming. Man, I I don't okay. We'll see. We'll see. I'm, not, we'll... I'm not expecting it. <laughs> um. All right. So I guess there's only a couple more things to to ask here. We didn't really talk about your mechanics, your favorite mechanics, or anything for the fight. Uh, when you were progging through it, I guess what was your favorite and what was your most hated mechanics that you had to deal with uh, going through Dragon Song? Oh, me first. Okay. Oh. I liked uh, I liked the the, the uh, dive from Grace, like the debuffs in Nidhogg, because a big um, pitfall that they seem to like design into with a lot of content in this game is just like puzzles where the big hardest part is just learning how it works, and then after that, it's kind of like just whatever to do. Whereas that mechanic is like completely the opposite. It's just a straight up execution check where like it's not a puzzle at all. It's just hard to do. I wish there were more mechanics like that in Ultimates. What was your least favorite? What? What was your least favorite? Oh, come back to me on that one. I have to think about it. All right. I think for me, 
as a spectator, not actually doing it. And I did it later on, I cleared it afterwards. But as a spectator, for me, it was definitely Death of the Heavens. Because there was something so satisfying about like just seeing it being executed every single time and then like seeing it correctly. Also the LB bar making the noise when it was correct. Mm. Like the whole like we'd like get a giant chunk of LB when you did it correctly. That was very satisfying for me every time. Mm. Uh least favorite was definitely the extra flare afterwards. The 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 the, the triple extra flare direction. Just mm. because of the way that uh, it can be do it can be done now and we didn't know about it. So you're so you're you're I'm salty. Saying, that's what you're saying. I think my most favorite would also happen to be Death of the Heavens, and my least favorite, probably something in P1, because it's just done it too much. <laughs> just something in P1. Think... <laughs> yeah, something in P1 or P2, just having it done too much. I agree. Death of the Heavens was definitely a very interesting mechanic. It's overall so much going on. Mm -hmm. I think Wrath of the Heavens is probably the worst mechanic. Really? This is like I think it's a copy paste of Quick March, pretty much. Like they didn't really do mm -hmm. anything special with that. Just go to the sides, dodge twisters, and meet up at the end. Okay. What about Wrath the, of the Heavens? Of is kind of like they just took a bunch of coil mechanics and just kind of like slapped them around the room, and they don't really fit together in any particular yeah. way. And you just kind of like run around and dodge everything, and then you're done. Yeah, it's all so <laughs> random. It's just spread out and just dodge everything yeah. and that's it there's, there's no really like in-depth thinking at all like when we first saw it we thought oh. okay we gotta do this that this that but when you actually look at it, it's just like everyone kind of do your own thing and meet up at the warrior at the end what do you think about sanctity with the uh the medios i think sanctity is a beautiful mechanic just beautifully like beautifully made i love the randomness of it you think even the shitty media pattern is a good thing there's never a really, media, there's always a well, good media really, pattern. Really? I feel like there's I'm one wrong. that's always there's a shitty one. There's there, there's gonna be like a shitty one. You can find a decent one. There's not gonna always be a great one, but there's always a decent one. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Oh. I thought I swear people say there's only like a chance to get a shitty one. If you well, fixate that's because, it on uh, uh, north south. Yeah, if you fix it on north south only, yeah, you'll get a shitty one Even, tomorrow, but oh. hmm. You, you don't always get that, two. I've never seen. Oh, I you don't ever get two. You don't always get two that are directly across, but you do always. It seems like always get one that's at least one off center, and not only two exclusively. But that mechanic has like blown me away by the randomness of like what they're willing to do out front. Like, that that's probably the most random mechanic they've ever made, sanctity, with the towers and stuff. So I was. I hope they do more stuff like that. Where just complete randomness. There's like no pattern at all. Actually, if if it's only possible for there to be less than four towers in the center, it's actually impossible for it to only be curse patterns. Uh, how many oh. of you guys progged uh, A4S with Nessie? Me. Do you remember how many different it. combinations the legitimate way of doing it had? I'm trying to. I remember that being a huge thing where like there's just so many different variations to how they needed to how it needed to be solved. For what? Uh, Nessie. Nisi, Nisi. Nisi, uh, Nisi. In oh. Yeah. In A4. Wait, wasn't it just straightforward? You pass it through two different people every time? Yeah, it, the only hard well, part, the hardest part about the Nisi was the fact that it gave you a heavy dot tick straight after passing it. And uh, that dot tick would overlap with like pretty pretty beefy raid-wide damage. That's why the, the meme of the, the, the world first A4S video having a VIT potion in it. Yeah. 
World First was the only one who really did it legit, I think, as well. And then they had to do like they, the they, ticks right afterwards. They did, it, they did it legit twice, and then they ended up having to cheese the very last one, I think, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, I don't know. It's my old ass rumoring this shit. Um, anyways, uh, the, the other... There was something else that was on the tip of my tongue, but I feel like Norlark, Norlark threw me off again. What? Oh no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. I, I, I forgive you, dude. Forgive you. Let me look at my sheet just to make sure it wasn't something I read there. No, I, I feel bad. That's okay. You know what? It's all right. We always got to have one person to blame. Um. What the hell? <laughs> oh yeah, it was you. It was you. Did you say what you hate it the most, Nar? Oh yeah. Your least favorite mechanic. <laughs> no, I can't come up with anything. I like most everything in the fight. Would you say that this was the best ultimate? Come out. Oh yeah, not not yeah. even close. Yeah, I I feel like that's the the. I that's the general anyone, consensus, yeah. yeah. I haven't heard anyone say anything different, and the only reason they would say something different is to be different. Like, something like Sindolf would say or something. It's just like, just say, it, cool. just say it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I um, have a different opinion on it. Do you? No. <laughs> no, that's what I'm like saying. Like, <laughs> people say that I have a different opinion. Yeah. The only complaint, or like major complaint I've been seeing was uh, regarding the length of it. But I think eventually people will just uh, get adjusted to it. Um, I don't think they will do another one at the same length again. And I'm thinking they're going to expand on the checkpoint more. But, mm. oh, but... but really? I don't see, I think it's the major complaint I've been seeing about the, the length. Uh, here and there on like the discussion Reddit, I've read a bunch of times that people are indeed complaining about the difficulty of it, like being too difficult. <laughs> um, but, this I mean, you always get that. Happen. Yeah, I don't think it'll ever happen. People are always going to complain because they can't get the as, rewards. Like, I'm this... never going to do it. I'm never going to do this fight, by the way, guys. I'm never going to do it. SPF cleared? Huh? Has SPF cleared this fight yet? I actually don't know. SPF clearing this? They're getting hey, the last phase, I like, yeah, I'm just wondering if they have already cleared. I'm, I'm sure some PF somewhere has, because oh, I've seen yeah. PFs getting to last phase. So yes. I'm sure. mm. it, it, I'm, I'm, it, like, okay. okay, many people are saying this fight is a very difficult and everything, but I think, like with every content before in this game, people get adjusted to it, and people get more consistent with it. And I think if you wait just a couple more patches, everyone's going to be like, yeah, DSR, I can do that. It's fine. It's not a big problem. Because everyone has learned the fight by then. And I think people, the perception of it in, by then will not be that it's as extremely uh, difficult as it, people have said. Oh, I people think will get better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's difficult, for, but I think it's difficult at the right level that it should be for the time as it came oh, an ultimate, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, here comes another, here comes another novel. <laughs> a big... The thing about PFing is that P, it's not that the mechanics are hard that causes issue for PFs. It's, dis, it's always disagreements that causes issues for PFs, right? 
people will get better at it over time the same way that you can just like go into pf and do and do coil like literally whenever nowadays um because there's people like decided on strats and there's not much variability in the strats people are using on each data center anymore so you can just like go in and just do it because people you know as time went on people got better at executing and dragon song is also one of those fights where a lot of the mechanics there's not a lot of like complicated strategies that can yeah. be executed in multiple different ways so this is going to be one of those fights where there's going to be very like few disagreements and strats as time goes on which means it's actually actually as time goes on and the like gear gets better it's actually not going to be that hard to I, to I think that's one of the one of the reasons why T was such an issue for BF because it was all the different like strategies I for definitely BJ, think CC and Wormhole and stuff like that Oh yeah, like I think like PF Skyler like disagreed. PF disagreed a lot on like T mechanics and strats. What they were trying to do. T has so much variability in the way you yeah. can execute the first two phases. It's actually insane. Uh, like I think a year from now, Dragon Song will be way easier to do in PF than T. Yeah, I think so too. Actually, so, I think I, so too. What What's the metric for saying PF cleared it? Is it like the entire team? Has yeah, that's hard to tell, right? So I mean, like, it's just like, yeah. It's hard to tell, like, because PF is like, you know, you get like PF, it's like the same people from like the day previously, right? So it's kind of like a mini static <laughs> in some sense. In my definition for PF, but I feel like, it, can I go into can I go into PF right now and clear it? That's kind of what I mean. Yeah, you get seven people who've cleared it before, and you get someone who's almost cleared it, and technically, yeah. Uh, and so, I mean, PF being cleared in Savage, you can define that. You can say that people have gone through yeah. Savage fights, not with everyone that hasn't cleared it before. Uh, work together on strats that the public knows, but they agreed upon it and somehow come together to get it clear. With ultimate, uh, especially with this one, at least right now, I people say PF is clear, but what 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 do they mean by that, right? And do do they have any proof that eight people who have never cleared it before somehow got in the PF and all were able to clear it together? Right. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's a group out there, at least on JP, because JP is just insane when it yeah. comes to PFing, but you know. It's a whole different world. <laughs> it, like, just PF in general is a whole different thing. Duty Finder exists there, right? And so there's... Yeah, Raid Finder. Yeah, yeah. Raid Finder. They use uh, that. So it's a whole different thing. And that's, you know, that's one thing we haven't really talked about too much with uh, the world race is the whole JP participation of it. Um, and that it is different in, than WoW in that regard, too. Uh, at least I believe so, unless somebody can correct me. Uh, it's always NA through versus EU, but the Final Fantasy right. 14 World Race is definitely three regions. I mean, technically it's four right now, uh, but yeah, true. I, I don't know. We, I, it's going to be exciting to see what kind of groups come out of the uh, Oceana uh, data center. Or, well, you can't you can kind of blame it. Yeah. <laughs> <Is it that? laughs> yeah. Data center and region is the same thing. Yeah, they only got the, yeah, if that makes sense. I was gonna say you can kind of blame Blizzard for that one though, because like the the Chinese teams get the patch way later, right? Mm, like, yeah. They get like a full day later compared well, to NA or something. I think technically uh, even, the Chinese teams in Final Fantasy fourteen get it way later too. Well, right, but, but I mean like they play on the JP server. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but like in WoW, like the the Eastern teams it, get the patch way later, right? No, the Chinese team, I think, if I remember correct, gets it even one day after EU, so two days oh, after NA. Yeah, that's like. I that's like even like not even worth anymore. I feel like they like try to first at that point. I mean, they I can't believe that's still happening. Like they try, but like they, I think like it was like Skyline or something was a group. They got like fifth or fourth sometimes. 
Yeah. That's I mean, like the only thing. And how do you even measure, like, if you were going to consider all of those regions together, how would you measure the correct world first? Even if NA cleared it, and technically the the t- teams in China cleared it a, quicker. Like a little bit quicker in overall time spent on the fight, but could you dedicate right. that reduction in time to the information they would have had from NA, and how yeah. would you validate that? And so it does make it That's, a huge yeah. That's the issue with the uh, different release times. Yeah, this is a global release. <laughs> I don't know why they haven't done it yet. So, yeah. Maybe next expansion. I don't know, dude. They have like a mobile game out there that they burn people for money, and that's like. <laughs> I don't know what Blizzard's doing. <laughs> they're they're they don't Overwatch really... 2 is coming out. Did you dude? Did you hear that? Um, allegedly, Diablo Immortal makes a million dollars a day. It actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's no way. That's what I heard. Yeah. Uh, that game is like. Isn't that game like the worst rated game on Metacritic or something? Yeah. Like that? Yeah. It's, 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 money you spend. That's why. That's why. Play cash shop mobile games keep coming out because it, it works. So like making, they're making a third of a billion dollars a year on that. Yep. Yep. Uh, same reason why you get cringy videos on YouTube all the time. Makes so much money. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's just like all this stuff. There's there's nothing you can do about it, and just hope that the people, man, the video game is so up right now. I I forget the name of the streamer, but there's like this really popular video of this streamer who spent like like fifty thousand dollars or something on Diablo Immortal, and he goes into this PvP like arena thing. He just ripping through people. He's like literally killing five people a second, just cackling like a hyena. It's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> Oh, that does sound I, horrible I, and funny. Can't wait to uh, Bolt Race on mobile in the coming years. I mean, <laughs> Final Fantasy Bolt Race mobile, let's go. They are going on Xbox soon. I mean, after that, what do they got? They got mobile devices. That's the next. <gasps> oh, is that real? Yeah, I mean, I think they are going to go on Xbox. Final or, is it, or is it rumored? When? Maybe well, it is rumored. I haven't... Wait, what? I haven't heard anything I, of that. I did not talk to Microsoft for a while. It's been rumored uh, for been, a long time, but I've been following yeah. this rumor for a long, long time, but I haven't seen anything recently. On, on this I mean, they have said they in talks with Microsoft like a couple times, but mm-hmm. yeah, I thought something new it was came up recently. Yeah. yeah, it was like the Microsoft conference. So it was like an e- I remember I forgot where but Microsoft mentioned their like talk with Square Enix or something. Where Square Enix oh, talked about the were... interesting. That would, recently. that would be good for the game for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, back. Different back in the day when I was growing up, when we played Xbox, we related them to Mountain Dew and Gamer Bros and stuff like that. Mountain uh, Dew, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. That's like this. Don't forget the nacho cheese Doritos. Yeah, oh, did you get your free top EXP oh, weekend? Yeah. They yeah. called you the two times EXP on your nachos. Oh, god, yeah. monster energy theme code. Oh, geez. I can't wait to see all the Xbox gamer tags in 14. <laughs> Dude, Xbox. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe this isn't a tangent we should continue on, but Xbox gamer tags are the funniest thing ever. Every time I play Halo, it makes me laugh every single game. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going off on some crazy tangent now. Maybe we should pull back on. <laughs> but, uh, we've been going for almost three hours now. Uh,. So I do want to open up the the floor a little bit. I don't know. I doubt anyone in chat has a question. They all know all the answers to everything they would ask, I'm sure. But I, if some if an interesting question comes up in chat, I won't moderate it or anything unless if it's like really gross and I'll. But you know, uh, 
people can ask questions and we can pull from that. The the other thing is, while we're waiting on any of that to actually happen, are there any other thoughts you guys have about the world race in general that you, you're just thinking on and you're like, I haven't had someone to talk to about it and you want to talk about it now? I am very excited to see the effect uh, Klops has on the Kana group. Wait a minute. Spoilers. What? This, I, I actually didn't know any of this happening. He's, he's joining. <laughs> yeah, they they are now one huge group. Okay. One huge group. Huge group. One huge group. <laughs> okay. All right. How many people? I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that the most. Yeah. It's probably a bad time to announce. It's not a but, league. Uh, it's literally yeah, it's... an FF logs. You can see it yourself. <laughs> but I'm to announce it, Zep. I'm uh, I'm joining that group as Nightman, by the way. So what the fuck? Already <laughs> <laughs> have too <laughs> many. <laughs> oh man. So I guess this that would be an interesting question. Uh, coming up with Savage, do you already have like a thoughts or ideas of what teams are going to be out there competing that you're you're interested in watching? I think. Um... TPS always has a very good strength in Savages, so I obviously don't think they're going to do bad there. I think they're going to do very, very competitive there, uh, disregarding like what happened with this ultimate. Um, I am actually also very curious to see how our team is going to perform in the Savage, because this would obviously be our first Savage together, so we have no idea how that will turn out. We know how we performed in Ultimate, but that is an entirely different... It, it's you know, completely different. Yeah, so I, I guess we'll see maybe about I, that. Hmm? I was going to say, maybe I'm like the only one that's, but I also feel like a lot of teams in Ultimate underperformed. Yeah, so... Not just us performing well, yeah. We'll see how... I'm, I'm curious to see how our group is going to do in Savage. Um, and obviously, Kana's group, I think they, they stocked up the most. I think mm. uh, Slepnea as well, the JP group. Wanting all the pieces of Antonia. I I, mm -hmm. I have not been keeping track of anything that happens past the uh, three teams here. One thing I would I actually wish to happen is that there is a proper EU with only EU player group <laughs> that actually oh, does dude. well. We don't have the players for that. I I don't I don't I don't want to be I don't want to be in it, but I just want to see one that actually does well because there is none. I don't want to shit talk, but the, look the at the rankings. One, there's none in the top ten. The only one is uh, fucking what's it called? The one from White, Harry Gotos group. But they're not in the top ten. But yeah, they're not in the top ten. But like, this is the only like decent EU group other than like Entropy. I mean, Entropy yeah. was a full EU group, right, for like a long time. So it was. Yeah, it was a full EU group. I see you sense. nodding along, Frosty. I just want you to know I feel the same way. No, no, I, like I feel... master investigator over here and he knows everything that's happening with every group i'm just over here like nodding my head like mm -hmm. i don't know how you know any of this but mm -hmm. i know some of it right I, I do i've been a little bit out of the loop but some of it a lot of it i mean i remember angered back in the day that was such like oh boy yeah. oh boy it was a fun thing um but i mean yeah i, I do want to see uh what actually happens with the next world race with savage now that like ultimates happen and there are there are organizations that are looking at it like echo i i don't know if this that's 100 accurate because i'm just taking off what chat said they're gonna have a group in the race um but they're they? still learning if that is the case they're still learning 
the game and how to. So it'd be. Yeah, they did. I think so. Are they even? Are they even continuing their DSR? Yeah, they are. The no, no, they are going to continue it. I know Jeet was talking about it. I don't know when. I see. I guess that's good. <laughs> I guess that's good. Too. Jeet has been uh, speed running the MSQ for the past couple of months. Or weeks, uh, I guess. Uh, yeah, we can. <laughs> it's been running for a few months. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ever since they started, the SI's been doing it, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I guess here's a question from chat. We can go ahead and ask here. Uh, we know kind of what the next ultimate's going to be. We have an idea, at least, what it would be like. But um, what do you think, like, the, the most intense, craziest ultimate that Final Fantasy XIV could really come out with, with the content we have so far? The craziest as in the most, like, weirdest idea, or craziest as in the most difficult? Both. Weirdest idea for me would be compiling yeah, the ultimates. If you, if you wanted to make the most difficult one, you take each ultimate and you make one ultimate out of that. <laughs> yeah, 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 but that's even the craziest one, no? Because you have, like, Bahamut, you have Omega, you have, like... That would be you, the ultimate one. But if you're talking about the most weirdest idea or like the craziest idea, I would be like, okay, do take Crystal Tower and make that into an ultimate. Okay. I think that with Xenos ultimate. You fight, you know, no. the strongest version I think of that's Xenos. Expected. No, I, think I, no, I don't anyway. want that. I don't want that. <laughs> I really want that. I want a fucking I Xenos ultimate. I don't want a Xenos ultimate. I'm already, I'm already dreading the Stormblood one. That's what's gonna happen during uh, End Walker's story ultimate. You're gonna the End Singer is gonna spawn in the room, and then Xenos will will yeah, it's just, fly yeah, in, fight. and he'll clap his cheeks together and turn into Shinryu. <laughs> he just, well, he just comes in and destroys. Shinryu. Oh jeez. All right. You're just fighting. You're fighting End Singer the whole time, and then Xenos pops in and just kills End Singer for you, and then you have to fight him. Yep. I mean, he honestly, seven, the kills the other seven players too, and you just one v ones whoever did the most DPS. The the most, if they if they really wanted to like also stay in line with the lore, the craziest ultimate they could do is the Eden one, and that just pulls all the memories out of out of the play, you know. And then they make like a thirty minute ultimate, keeps going forever. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually just a thirty minute cutscene that you have to hit the uh, active time maneuver button throughout the whole time to stay awake. Oh, yeah, what is that even gonna look like? Uh... Yeah, that would like you would have basically. I'm assuming. Oh, would you have the Oracle of Light and Oracle of Darkness kind of probably merging together in that situation or fighting separately? I don't know. Interesting to see what they do with that, but that's like what four years away. That's so, <laughs> yeah, that's so yeah. long. Oh, wow! Fun times. So I'm still looking forward to that stuff. All right. Well, I guess we can go ahead and start wrapping up, guys. This has been like an amazing show. I I'm so glad you guys gave me the opportunity to start talking to you because I felt again really bad that we couldn't have that conversation after uh, you guys cleared. And uh, you know, I've always support all of you guys are friends to me uh, in some shape or regard. Uh, you've all been really great to come in on Mog Talk, having these topics uh, discussed and everything else. And so I was happy to see you guys win. Um. I would be happy if TPS win. I would have been happy if a lot of other teams win too. But that's just because uh, I feel like most of the people in the world race, I I view them as friends. 
someone that I know and I could talk to. Except for Kana, the dude fucking hates me. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> You're setting up the future for when Kana gets well first. Yeah, I can't wait for Kana to get well first next Savage, and, yeah, and he's gonna come on, on here. <laughs> just shit on me the entire show, and that's like all he's gonna do. Wait, he was on the, the he was on the he was. DRS talk, and he yeah. did great. He didn't shit on me the entire time, and I yeah, was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. except for the one time where he said he teabagged me a whole bunch in like PvP, and that's the whole thing. Oh. I can't remember. Although I don't think he ever did. I don't think like I never played Frontlines a lot. I think he was thinking of someone else. Maybe, Maybe. he should have. Maybe he should have. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, no, I I did want to ask this. Did they firm up what their team name is? No, it's yeah, it's uh... Ether Group Three. I think it's perfect. I think it's Ether Group Three, it, but they could also, three. but they could also easily take Ether Group Four, Five, Six, Seven, and Eight. Yeah. E Ether Group X, uh, or something. <laughs> yeah, no. All right. Well, we'll see how that works out. I, I am excited to see what this next world race is. I mean, it could be. You, I, it almost seems like it's going to be another twenty-four hour race. You guys think it's going to be a twenty-four hour? Yep. First day. I think. Yeah. Uh. I am. Like, I'm expecting day two. Maybe but... early day two. Uh, with normal mode gone, I think it's a day one tier. If they're not doing heavy adjustments to the checks. Mm -hmm. That's but a 32 hours. But I think if we had the normal mode... Okay, well, it, it also fully depends on what they're doing with door bosses. In my opinion, a door boss is always going to mean day one clear. True. But I'm not if, expecting if a normal boss. Is gone, mm. I, I don't want to. I don't want more normal bosses. I don't think there will be I'm a normal boss, but we'll see. Mm -hmm. I'm done with it. Please no, no door. Really Shiva was the most fun um, fight, I think, and there was not door boss there. Shiva was really dislike. I really dislike this thing. This they started. The door bosses were okay when they were like two minutes long, X -death. four yeah, minutes long, like X-Death. But I really yeah. dislike this thing they started doing where they make these door bongs, like actual... Did I say door bongs? Yeah. Door bosses. Door um, bongs. <laughs> I know what actual, they're doing after the show. Actual, like, full eight or nine minute fights. And every time I think to well, myself, why don't they just make, like, five actual bosses? Yeah. Wasn't you know, the uh, promise... Wasn't the promise door boss longer than the the second phase? Or was that just my memory not I don't know right? if it was longer, but it was definitely way harder. Oh, like, even it was it almost harder. in, like, very similar length. It was definitely harder, but it was, like... Uh, I think the door was, was, like, 820 or something, and the other part was, like, 850. Oh, yeah. okay. It was definitely harder than the second part, but yeah. Well, with all I... that being said, we were, <laughs> we were wrapping up, but... Oh yeah, we were supposed to stop going no, on tangents. Okay. No, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I look forward to this. Right now, this is like a moment of bliss. Just being able to sit here and talk about Final Fantasy XIV is so much less stressful than anything else going on. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I do appreciate you all coming on. Uh, is there? I, I guess we could go through uh, the rounds here, uh, and everybody could do their shoutouts. Anything else they want to say before we wrap up the show? Uh, Nar, you want to go first? Uh, thanks for letting me chat, Frosty Mogborn. That's all I have to say. And I'm gay. I'm good. Good. Uh, do so. There's no one you want to shout out in particular, like your group or anything, and be like, "Hey." Yeah, he doesn't care about us. Shout, uh, <laughs> shout out to my cat. Okay. Mm. 
What's the cat's name? Eva. Eva? Okay. Yeah, she, she's being bad. She's bullying my other cat. What's the other cat's name? Edie. Okay. Uh, anyways, <laughs> Skyler, do you want to go? Uh, it's good to have you back as a Thank you. in general in the community because you've been in gone for a while. Hmm. Definitely missed you around here. Did you really? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I definitely. I missed you this this world race. I'm not gonna lie. I definitely missed you. I was like yeah. checking out the streams and I was like, "Where's Frost during all this?" True. But like it's even on Twitter, to... I was like, "Where's Frosty? I want to see Frosty updates." Yeah. You, you, even on the website, there's no like tab for the DSR. I, I didn't. I do like, any there's not even or... anything. Yeah, there's nothing. It's like it's like something is missing in your heart, you know. I'm sorry. Yeah, in my server, <laughs> my website didn't have to go down a thousand times either, so that was good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was. Yeah, it was definitely hard, way harder to track who's even. I thought FF Logs had that on lockdown. I, I don't know. Yeah, but that requires someone to upload it. They yeah, did. Um, sure. they did really good for the people who are like streaming and publicly logging. But you know, your your sheet always ha also has the. Well, for ultimate, a lot I, of the private groups too. Yeah, I have the group names on there, but I don't have that progress until a clear actually happens, right? I guess uh, that's true yeah. for ultimates. I guess I was yeah. thinking of Savage. Savage is a little bit different. Like you can kind of. Yeah, Flux definitely did good though. Like. Yeah, it was here cool with the whole stuff. They, like, yeah. All that stuff on FFLOS was great. They did everything but, they could have done, for sure. Like, they couldn't do much more than that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's fun being on her again after, I think, like a year ish. This is the last one. Yeah. So maybe in another year, I'll be back. Hey, man, I might see you <laughs> in, uh, in, like, what, two months? We'll see. We'll yeah. see. <laughs> yeah, when, when Skylar and Ether Group 8 gets warped first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out to uh, Zep for letting me join this group last minute as well. All right, you're welcome, <laughs> Suki. I, I mean, yeah, thanks for thanks for having us. This is definitely missing after a clear. You know, it's always like that one moth tech episode with the world first clear. So I'm glad we were able to do this at least. And yeah, I'm hope to see you again after Savage immediately. You know, me too. Like, uh, I did get a message. Uh, one of the uh, JP uh, websites reach out to me. It's like, hey, did you do your show? What's going on? I had to tell them that I wasn't doing it this time. And I felt so bad because uh, they normally like they go back and they transcribe everything and make it available on the JP sites. I was like, I'm sorry. I, I don't have anything. We <sighs> do another JP show. That's, that Ooh. one was fun with I all the JP members. Invite fire. Yeah, I, I hope that I, you know, that probably I will try to get that going again. Uh, it's a, it's always so difficult to do that. Uh, yeah. But I do want to get it going again. All right. Yep. <laughs> uh, shout outs to uh, Epic Community. Shout outs to the team. Shout out to you, Frosty. And uh, shout out to clubs.gg. All eyes are on you. This coming race, every single <laughs> We are the underdogs. You are, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. We'll see how that goes. I think we fit the underdog world better every time. Anyway, <laughs> I want to stay underdog. <laughs> uh, 
well, with all that being said, I do want to again show my appreciation. You guys are wonderful for coming on and giving me this chance way after the clear to have this conversation. It is a little bit uh, interesting because now we had the chance to kind of, I guess, absorb the fight and to actually have a lot of stuff that's closer that we can look forward to to talk about too. Uh, so it's a little bit different. I definitely want to make sure we get one right after Savage though uh, when that happens. Um, I do want to let everybody know we are having a show next week as well. It's going to be about an hour earlier than our normal time. Uh, we're kind of just adjusting that with how that all works out with the guests and everything else going on. It's going to be a PvP show where we just talk about CC. We have that whole conversation about it. It's probably going to be right after uh, the EU event that's going to be happening next week. Please watch that. It's the official, first official PvP event in a very, very long time. And then you also... Uh, uh, we'll have another PvP event that's going to be happening after show uh, for NA, the Wolf's League, so tons of crap with PvP. Uh, tons of PvP. Tons of it, tons of it. Um, have you done PvP. it yet? Yeah, yeah, I, I've gone oh. into it and I, I've played it a little bit. It's it's interesting. There's a lot to talk about with it. Yeah. Uh, about the state versus how it was with Feast. It's, it's It feels completely different. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to save that for next week. Yeah. <laughs> No spoilers. Uh, no spoilers. All right, guys. Well, with that being said, I am going to roll one more set of ads and then go ahead and throw all the credits and everything. Uh, thank you, everybody, for watching the show. It's been fantastic. And uh, until next time, remember, be good. Keep cool. Uh, and I guess, you know, stay frosty, too. Stay frosty. Yeah. Bye, guys. Stay frosty. Bye-bye.